Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs appear to be okay, according to Josh Allen, but are there still concerns? Are we still ranking guys like St. Brown and Garrett Wilson above Stefan Diggs? We're going to talk about that. We're going to hear them try and make this look good, but we also, in terms of the, the media, but we're also going to, I think, have the media, and you know, I'm included in this, uh, blow things out of proportion, but at the same time, you know, it comes down to continuity. It comes down to cohesiveness. And Diggs is disruptive. It doesn't mean that he's going to have a horrible year. It doesn't mean he's walking off the field. But, you know, we got we got to really have a, a serious conversation about St. Brown over Diggs. Garrett Wilson over Diggs and just kind of continue that conversation. But Josh Allen fired back today saying there's no reason to continue to talk about this but that's something he's going to say every time you know that's not something he's gonna he's not gonna come out and go yeah yeah it is a problem like we don't really know what's going on we know it's bad enough that there wasn't a conversation between i believe these two for for quite some time at least the rumor has it um that could be wrong too we're talking about this we're talking about kj osborne we're talking about Dalvin Cook to the New York Jets. Not That's a rumor that people are saying that this is a potential landing spot that the Jets are kicking the tires. I, I don't I don't think this is the case. I don't think this is the case. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Brees Hall believer. I'm not just saying that because I've got a lot of Brees Hall shares. I'm being true and honest about this. This would cost some money that I don't think the, the Jets need to, to potentially, um, you know, they don't need to spend in the running back room. They've got, they've got a nice rookie they signed. They've got some veteran leadership in the backfield. And Brees Hall's way ahead of schedule. So there's nothing but speculation. Smoke season continued from the NFL draft time time period. Uh, but we're going to break down all of that and more. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. FantasyFootballShow.com Studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So again, you know, to kick off the show, the show we want to talk about Josh Allen and his comments today. This is a, a report from NFL.com where Allen, Allen says that uh, the dig situation in minicamp has been overblown. There's no reason, quote, to continue talking about it, end quote. It said something along the lines of that he missed one day. He missed one day and everybody's freaking out. But there's more to this. And, and like I mentioned, the entire media world, including myself, are going to potentially throw you know kerosene on this fire um, that Josh Allen's currently sitting in right on my screen. But but no, no pun intended. But Josh Allen is going to say this. So I'm here to kind of throw a little caution on the topic because maybe maybe I've come strong on it, but I still believe in what I've said. Everything I've said, I still stand by that I would draft St. Brown over uh, Stefan Diggs this year. You can you can you can laugh at me if you want. You can you can laugh at a, a nine to twelve overall like value. That's where they linger. Like St. Brown's in the eight to twelve range, and Stefan Diggs is in the eight to twelve range. Like I, I don't understand how anybody can even have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with Bob. I don't have a problem with Bob drafting Diggs over St. Brown. Why does Bob have a problem with me drafting St. Brown over Diggs? He can say whatever he wants. I still feel that there is a 
a potential better outcome for, for St. Brown than Diggs. Just because of the added risk of having this thing not meshing well. He's not happy. And that, that to me, pushes him down one or two slots. I'm not saying don't draft Diggs. People get me wrong. People hear me say something, and, and they or they listen to me say something, and they hear something entirely different. Smitty's not drafting Diggs. Smitty, I thought you didn't like Diggs. I'll take Diggs at 12 overall in a mock draft or something, and someone goes, Smitty, I thought you didn't like Diggs. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. You're listening to me. You're watching my lips move, but you are not hearing me. I like Diggs at a certain territory where the risk feels more and more and more baked in. Every every you know draft slot he falls, the more risk is baked in. Give me St. Brown. Give me St. Brown. Give me Garrett Wilson over Diggs, and I don't care. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. He's not happy. There are some reasons I can envision this thing to potentially not go to you know the liking of the fantasy owner that takes him number eight overall. I'd rather have St. Brown. St. Brown's going to be a top two to five wide receiver and touchdown uh, accumulation in 2023. That includes rushing. That includes receiving. He's a two to three rush, rushing touchdown monster potentially. He's also going to get you about 10 plus scores receiving. He's going to have between 12 and 14, 12 and 15 scores. I'm talking about St. Brown in 2023. Could Diggs have that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Could Diggs have as good a season as St. Brown? Could Diggs outscore St. Brown? Of course he could. Of course he could. Could Diggs outscore every wide receiver? It's certainly in the realm of possibility with this offense, high octane, with this quarterback. Doesn't mean I'm, it does not mean I'm drafting this man Diggs over St. Brown. I'm just not doing it. And you can get mad about it all you want. I really, doesn't bother me at all. I don't get mad that you draft Diggs. I don't know why people get mad that I draft St. Brown. I love him. Said Josh Allen. That's my guy, Allen, said of Diggs during a recent appearance on Bustin' with the Boys podcast. The media has blown this so far out of proportion. Uh, He's pointing at me. He's pointing a finger at me. Uh, Allen continued. We're not playing a game for four months. He doesn't show up for one day, is what Josh Allen said. You know, sugarcoat it all you want, Joshy boy. And I love you, pal. Everyone knows I love Josh Allen. This is a man that your boy Smitty saw coming when everybody doubted him worse than they doubted Jalen Hurts. I tell you, the doubt was so bad on this kid, Josh Allen. Your boy, NBC Sports Radio. He will be a top 1-5 to quarterback before he even touches a football at the NFL level, I said. Uh, it take I said it'd take two years. It took him three. But he's there. He's there. Nothing's going to change that. This doesn't bother me or detour me away from drafting Josh Allen. This doesn't, this little, okay, I'm a little concerned at 8 and 9 because of his attitude and because he's not happy. I don't know how he's going to play. Is he going to be disgruntled all year? Is there more going on than we even know? Uh, Josh Josh Allen said it wasn't football related. And this is me not calling Josh Allen a liar. I love Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. At the risk of him pointing this out again, that we're just blowing this out of proportion, he said it wasn't football related. He said it wasn't football related. It was football related. It, w- it had to do with a lot of things that got tied together, but it was football related. He said it wasn't. So, I mean, when he says there's no, we're blowing it out of proportion, I don't know. I mean, he's going to say a lot of this stuff. And, and you can't just go, oh, everything's fine. It's not fine. It's not fine, but it's not bad. It's okay. My, the title of my video, Allen and Diggs are okay. They're okay. Doesn't mean it's 100%. Give 
Give me St. Brown, baby. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything else. I'm not saying anything more negative than that. Dalton Kincaid season is upon us. And let's just hope Hopkins doesn't land in Buffalo. I was really worried that this situation, the animosity being brewed in Buffalo, just stirred in a big pot of animosity was going to create some sort of, all right, let's go get Hopkins just in case this thing unravels and we got a wide receiver room that we love. And, and I'm, I'm very, very hopeful that it doesn't go that route because Kincaid is going to be spoon-fed, especially if something happens, he'll be spoon-fed. But I don't even want something to happen because Diggs stretching the field, being open all over the field, knifing across the field, Kincaid just sleepwalking into a into a, a seven to ten touchdown season as a rookie. Really, he could he could sleepwalk into the number two wide receiver role if Diggs is stretching the field and keeping defenses honest. I don't even want Diggs to 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 play lesser or you know be out for four or five games that has nothing to do with Kincaid now Hopkins on the other hand coming over would certainly hog up a lot of targets but I absolutely love 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 Kincaid 2023 and guess what guys he has the best chance of becoming the next Travis Kelsey I'm not saying he is Kelsey. I'm not saying that's happening right away. I'm not saying it's a lock to happen. I'm saying he is the best chance out of all the tight ends in the National Football League that are currently in the league or entering the league this draft class. He's the he's the, the next potential guy. And, and we've seen what Mahomes is doing with an elite tight end. Josh Allen's going to be fine no matter what happens in the, in the next offseason with Diggs. But Diggs can't go anywhere. His contract right now entering 2023. Dead caps above $45 million. Kincaid season. Yeah. And Swag- Swaggy's in here running his mouth yet again. Swaggy says, Smitty, you tend to over-exaggerate most of the time. And he- Call in, Swaggy. Call in. Call in, Swaggy. Call in. Let's have a conversation about it. You're going to come in here running your mouth, Swaggy. Call in. The phone line's open, pal. It's waiting for you. It's waiting for you. Uh, this one's from Brandon. Brandon says, hey, Smitty, in a 14-team redraft league, where do you draft? Uh, where, where, where we do draft pick trades? From trades I've, I've made so far, I currently have two second rounders, four third rounders, and two fifth round picks. Thoughts? I mean, I like that. I like that. I like trading the one down and getting the, the extra picks. I do I do certainly think you're in a good position. You have two second rounders, four third rounders, and two f- fifth rounders. You're going to crush it, bro. There's so much value there. There are players sitting in the second round that, that deserve to be in round one and have round one value. Absolute smash, bro. Way, way to start that one out. I don't know where the picks are exactly. Thank you for the $10 hauler. Moonshot to every $10 hauler and above on the show. Appreciate you, my man. Drop those super chats. I still don't see Swaggy calling in. Uh, you know, he's so he's so quick to run his mouth in the chat, but he certainly doesn't call in and, 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 and talk about it. Uh, phone line is on the screen there, uh, Swagmeister, if you, if you so care to want to say anything. Um, to clarify, would you draft 
Kincaid as your tight end one or tight end two, Smitty? Of course I would golf, but I would definitely cuff him to an equal or uh, perceived to be better talent for week one, two, three, four, five. So like Cole Komet. Cole Komet and, and Kincaid, perfect. Aconquo is going in the double-digit rounds. Aconquo and Kincaid, perfect. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, and, and Swaggy, you 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 take what I say and you twist it all around too. I didn't say these guys would be okay on the field. Swaggy says something completely misleading like this. Swaggy, one of my mods put Swaggy in timeout for for three three hundred seconds, just just for 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 spreading misinformation in here. Swaggy says, imagine thinking Alan and Diggs were going to be okay. I don't know if you're referencing fantasy football. What have I said they're going to be okay from a fantasy football perspective? Okay, they're not okay between the two of them right now. They're 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 not great between the two. They're okay. They're okay. Everything's okay. They're not fine. They're not great. Not everything's not perfect in their world. There's some miscommunication. They hadn't talked according to many reports for months, Swaggy. So if you're trying to to insinuate that I'm saying this about their fantasy value, go in timeout, son. Go in timeout and, and think about your actions. Uh, when's the last time a rookie tight end was worth starting? It's been a while, runner boy, since Kyle Pitts. I mean, not that long. Uh, but usually, usually, uh, runner boy, you don't have situation meeting talent like this. Even in Kyle Pitts' situation, he didn't have a quarterback that was near as good as Josh Allen. Josh Allen's a top four lock. Bro, top four scoring machine. The offense is an absolute, uh, uh, just magnificent uh, arsenal of of just glorified scoring fest going on constantly. And so you have Kincaid talent walking into a situation where he's going to grab 10 plus touchdowns. You know, if all goes well, if he's utilized right away, they're going to throw him into the slot. There's tons of uh, of stuff already out there saying this guy's going to line up in the slot. He's going to play wide receiver. I don't know that he's playing. I don't know that he's blocking. I don't think he's playing blocking games much at all this year. Dawson Knox could still, you know, pull in four, five, or six touchdowns. It's not out of the realm of possibility. But Knox will be blocking, and and Kincaid's going to say, "Go get me a Coke. Go get me a. Go get me a coffee. Go get me a coffee now." Is what Kincaid's going to say to Dawson Knox. Go. Go get me a water. Hand me a towel. This Kincaid's running the show. Okay, Dawson Knox is blocking, and and you know you can say rookies don't translate. I'm the one that said that over and over and over as far as stay away from rookies the first year. But in the case of Laporta, who's going into a very very target hungry environment, in the case of Dalton Kincaid going to a very target hungry environment with a top four quarterback. It's a match made in heaven. It's a match made in heaven. Absolutely. Swaggy, go get me a coffee. Uh, Brees has way more upside than Cook. Let's yeah, let's get to that. So we've got we got the Dalvin Cook situation. In a nutshell, for the the uh, the non-listening Nelsons out there, like Swaggy, um, this isn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but it is certainly relevant in terms of the pecking order of the wide receivers at the 8 to 12 overall range. That's been my stance from the beginning, even though someone like Swaggy might say that I said something different um, and that I'm blowing it out of proportion. I'm not. I'm not. This, there's animosity there, Swaggy. They haven't talked in months, according to many reports, and therefore it is reasonable to say, hey, you know what? 
You know what? This is going to be uh, uh, this is going to be a situation where uh, St. Brown comes in and outperforms them, and it's not a big deal. Or potentially, you know, Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, maybe one or two other receivers perform right alongside of them, and you just avoid some of the risk risk that comes along with with uh, with digs. Okay, let's go on to the next topic because we know this is going to be okay. As we said, the, the relationship will be repaired, but there is certainly some some work to do. Brees has way more upside than Cook, but really could kill Brees' value. Cook is still explosive enough to steal a ton. Yeah, so this is the report here. Um, this report's from NFL. Uh, I believe this is from... Oh, no, this is from NBC Sports, I think. So, NBC Sports. Yeah, we'll get into ranking the wide receivers in a minute. Runner boy, let me put this up on the screen here, and then we'll go ahead... And do that. Okay. Jeremy Fowler reports that the Jets have done their homework on free agent Dalvin Cook. What's this mean? We don't We don't know. We don't know. Fowler is saying there are several teams in the AFC East that are vying for Cook's potential services. The Jets have been projecting sunshine on Brees Hall's ACL recovery, but signing Cook for that type of money... Um, is likely going to tell a different story. So essentially saying what we all believe to be true, if they brought in Cook, maybe there's some more concern about Brees Hall's knee or they just want to take it slow. He's their franchise long-term running back and therefore they just want to make sure they're covered. They got this Aaron Rodgers guy going into his potentially final season. Maybe he goes two years and you, you want to make sure the running back situation is buttoned up because... What does Aaron Rodgers love to do? Throw to his RB, which is one reason Brees Hall is going to have such a big year. So what we need to do here is look at the situation from an objective lens and say to ourselves, is it possible that Dalvin Cook could end up in New York? Of course it's possible. But the money's big. I don't think the Jets are going to spend that kind of money on an RB that they don't plan to start full-time. I think there are other things they want to potentially have that money freed up for. Not that there's a lot of building to do going forward, but I don't think they're interested in bringing in Cook and mudding up the situation and maybe hurting the the relationship between Brees Hall and, and Aaron Rodgers. This is all speculation on my part, but I just can't imagine this being a very good fit given Brees Hall's the leader. It just steps on Brees Hall's toes, and if you're a coach... You're sometimes worried about that and sometimes not. In the case of Brees Hall, I think you're worried about it. If it was another running back, like say, you know, like in the Miami backfield, no one's no one's going to be going, hey, don't step on Jeff Wilson's toes. Don't step on Mostert's toes. These are journeymen. These are guys that can't stay healthy. Uh, Brees Hall got injured, but he is the future. And he was on his way to becoming the number one running back in the National Football League. So I don't. I don't think this is going to be a situation where the Jets are the top, you know, bidding team. Maybe they make them a low ball offer and they say, hey, look, Brees, you know, I know Brees is going to get mad over this, but we're getting him for a steal and we got to cover ourselves. Like I could understand. That's why I say it's possible. But are they going to go vying for him? Are they going to compete and become the highest bidding team? I highly doubt it. So I'm going to say cap on this one. I don't think this will end up being... Uh, that this will end up being true. I think that we're, we're most definitely 
um, look, looking at him going to either like a Miami type situation or maybe another situation develops that, that, you know, we weren't quite expecting. We'll have to kind of play it by ear, but, uh, yeah. So Dalvin cook, I, I don't think he goes to New York, but there's that piece of news. This last piece of news, then we'll open up the phone lines and we'll have this conversation right here. We'll say, uh, we'll say Osborne has been a real standout during off season practices and we'll have to say that uh, you know that that definitely is a concern to hear if you're an Addison owner. But at the same time, that doesn't mean anything. Like he he could just stay in the wide receiver three role. Your wide receiver three can be a standout. Hey, you look great. He's our wide receiver three. Let's go. You know, it doesn't mean he's taking over Addison's job. However, the reason I brought this up because it's not a huge deal that Osborne's looking good. He's their number three wide receiver. You can look good. Addison's been banged up. Addison hasn't been there. Addison hasn't been taking it all in, learning the offense, absorbing everything. So there could be a potential slower start for Addison than people are expecting is what I want to essentially you know, emphasize here. That KJ Osborne is going to fight hard. He's probably going to lose by week four or five and, 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 and lose all the, the main wide receiver two volume to Jordan Addison. But Jordan Addison is starting from uh, behind. You know, so I don't know that it's going to be something where in week one, you're going to expect 100 yards. And even if it's no touchdowns, six catches, 100 yards. Yeah, we're on our way, Addison season, baby. I don't know that it's going to necessarily be that that amazing and his role be that glorified in week one. But we'll have to, we'll have to see. Brees Hall, ADP is too high, says Swaggy. Well, that's, that's we need we need you. We need you continuing to shovel this out there too, Swaggy, uh, because that... You know, tell as many friends as you can. Tell as many people as you can. He's falling sometimes into the third round, Swaggy. So you do what you got to do. We'll do what we got to do. No problem at all. I don't see much from... I don't see much from the Blue Star. Give me Rambo all day long. Brees Hall is a league winner week 6 through 17. I agree with that. I also think, you know... Don't don't count him out for for weeks one through six though, but definitely expect a little progression in his carries and workload. Um, appreciate this comment right here. This one from Runner Boy is interesting. Rank them: Dig, CD, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, AJ Brown. I'd go Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, AJ Brown, and CD and Diggs are both tied for me. I think CD and Diggs both have a little bit of concern. I mean, A.J. Brown, too, which is why he's ranking third. Garrett Wilson and and St. Uh, Garrett Wilson and Saint Brown, I have no concern for. A.J. Brown, I worry about his knees every year, but not enough to bump him from three. I just, I, I like St. Brown better. I like, I like, uh, I like Garrett Wilson better. Diggs, little concern, enough to drop two or three spots, but that's it. I mean, I, I, I love Diggs at that value. I'm fine with Diggs there. I'll take Diggs at 12 all day long. I've got him at 12. I've seen him go at 8. So Diggs is a very different player to me at 8 than he is 12. And that's just the way I look at it. And if anybody thinks I'm viewing it differently, just hit rewind. Just go back 30 seconds and rewatch that right there. And then, then you'll know my stance on Diggs. Hey, Smitty, what's your stance on Diggs? Go look back 23 minutes and 0 seconds into the live stream. Uh, rank... Ranking Garrett Wilson and St. Brown 1 and 2 on this list shouldn't shock anybody. And I don't blame anybody for having Diggs 1. 
Because that, that's the world we live in, where you get to decide whatever you want. The only people that get ripped to shreds are the people that act like they know they know it all and that you can't have a different order or ranking. Those people don't know what they're talking about. Uh, Joseph, what's up, my guy? Joseph with a $5 holler says, I'm in a 10-team PPR dynasty. Need to, need trade advice. My Christian Watson and Judy for Kelsey and Elijah Moore or my digs for Kelsey straight up. Woo. Um, I probably say keep Christian Watson and, and Judy and I try and trade Judy on the high and a different deal, my guy. But I do kind of like the digs for Kelsey trade if you think you could win cash money right now. If you can't clean up at least for two years... Don't do the trade because Diggs might have one more year. It's probably only one one more year than Kelsey. It really probably is. I don't think in Dynasty, Diggs doesn't have near the value. Like, we're talking Dynasty, Diggs doesn't sniff St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb because he's older. He's got a couple years left max. Like, after two years, it's wait and, it's it's play it by ear mode for Diggs. Diggs is completely different in Dynasty. Um... But he still has maybe another year over Kelsey, I would imagine. I don't know. That that one that one's a tough one. That one's preference, bro. That one is pure, pure preference. Because either any way you spin it, it's got pros and cons that are almost equal in a in a dynasty startup. You got to ask yourself how many years are you going to dominate early on. And can you recover from a Kelsey dropping off and not getting anything in return? He could link. He could literally play two more elite years and linger for a, a decent level for another one or two. You know, and Diggs will probably play that exact amount. You know, or play two years elite, and then potentially you know drop off. So that, that's a, that's going to be a preference situation. The chat can vote as to which side they would like, but they they also need to know: Can you dominate now if you go get Kelsey? Because if you can't, why would you you know give up the the years? I traded Kelsey in a dynasty league. I got three first rounders from Spacula on the live stream on a, in a in a follower league. Uh, we got Bryson with the super chat here. Bryson, my guy. Excited for the season. Got Garrett Wilson, Alave, London, T. Law, Stevenson, Chubb, Najee, Walker, Charbonnet, and J.K. Dobbins. Want to trade Najee though? Any suggestions? Yeah. Just go through, comb through the third round and look at wide receivers you love, my guy. Just comb through that third round and you say to yourself, okay, I, I, I really, I really like London. I really like Christian Watson. I really like, um, you know, paying more and getting St. Brown. I, I like paying, you have St. Brown? You have London, Alave. Uh, you need an RB, okay, so you're good at wide receiver. Uh, giving up a Najee Harris to upgrade Chubb into Bijan, you know, like, I'm not saying that's going to be entirely possible, but J.K. Dobbins, Najee, um, Najee and J.K. for Gibson, uh, uh, or Gibbs for, for, let's see, Gibbs and what, what else could you get? I don't know. Like, it just depends, bro. Like, you, let's say, let's say the, uh, Burrow owner has Gibbs. You get Burrow and Gibbs, you give up T-Law, um, and Najee. I don't know. I throw in J.K. Dobbins, and if he gives you something back, you could do all kinds of crazy moves. But I'm using J.K. and Najee together. I'm using uh, what? Who's your other wide receiver? I don't. Uh, I don't know who else you have, but I would throw J.K. with somebody 
to go get a slightly better player than J.K. Dobbins. I like going after... Who's your tight end? I don't think you said. Kincaid. Use Najee to get Kincaid and a player. What if you could get a Swift or a Pacheco and Kincaid? You know, what if you could trade J.K. Dobbins for Kincaid straight up? That's something I would look at potentially in a dynasty. If that's dynasty, I don't know if that was dynasty. J.J. and Diggs are fire, says Runner Boy. J.J. is going to have a big year. I believe Chase will have a slightly better year, but they're both top two. I don't think Diggs is in the tier of of J.J. and Chase, but he's certainly in that next tier. He just falls closer to the bottom of that tier based on the the potential risk of the situation at hand. That's it. That's it. Uh, J.R. Deckard says, I, I skipped his super chat. Let me go get that, pal. Appreciate you. Appreciate you very, very much. Deckard dropping a $5 holler. Moonshot for me being late. How about I take a lap, Deckard? Okay, took my lap. Who for my third pick have Bijan and Mahomes underdog best ball draft available or hurt Stevenson, Hall, Ridley, Najee, Watson, pick pick 28? I, I mean, I don't know that I'd go hurts because you have Mahomes, but it's always a fun approach. But I kind of like going like Fields and T-Law with Mahomes if you're going to, uh, Fields or T-Law with Mahomes if you're going to try and do that because you can do it at five or six and then not really waste this pick right here to one QB on that double quarterback strategy that is a very fun strategy. So I say keep, let it ride and keep drafting smart here instead of getting crazy and crafty. Uh, you got you got Bijan, you got Mahomes. Preferably, I'd like to see you get a wide receiver if all things are equal and balanced. Watson's nice here, bro. Watson or Ridley is very, very nice here. London's pretty good here. Um, you know, And then Gibbs next round would be smart. So I'd say like Ridley or Watson, whoever you're feeling because they're very close to me, trust your gut on that one. But I definitely say wide receiver because all things do appear, appear pretty equal. I would lean wide receiver. Um, Cup can be be top and both cups cup can be cup has some um cup has some uh some risk but he obviously has some upside as well but cup cup to me is not somebody that i'm targeting at his adp which is a lot of times four or five if you know what i'm saying uh bro when did the redraft rankings drop i don't know what you mean uncle philly my redraft rankings my dynasty rankings my rookie rankings all of my rankings are year round on the fantasyfootballshow.com that they're never they're never loading hey when do the when do the the rankings drop smitty when's the draft kit we don't have draft kits here at the fantasyfootballshow.com it's all it's all year round it's a year round functional website there's no draft kit you're not getting a pdf i'm not going to mail you a little pamphlet so it's it's always updated, my guy. Always, Uncle Philly. Always, pal. Or 365, like the bada bing. 365. Smitty, where do you finish um, in the ECR last year? Um, I was. It, it, I don't do. I don't do the weekly rankings, but on the the. Um, I think I set the week one rankings or something, and I didn't really check. I had somebody. I had an in. I had a intern doing the weekly stuff on the season rankings Kyle last year I was I want to say like 17 to 19 I think overall but I I believe I had top of the the last three years I'm number one in quarterback rankings over the last three years average 
and then the 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 three years before that because they do it in chunks of three years the average I was number one in tight end rankings so quarterback number one over the last three years currently my man my man that was walking out of 2020 2021 and 2020 no 20 2019 2020 2021 yeah that was for quarterback rankings overcome thoughts on punting tight end all the way to the 200s where Taysom Hill sits comfortably I love it because if you can get Cole Komet with him then I love it if you can get a Conquo that's not 200s but if you punt quarterback till a Conquo is there get a Conquo and Taysom Hill and you're not really risking anything uh 9.99 gets, a, gets an absolute moonshot appreciate you but I don't I don't mind I don't mind my guy punting tight end I don't I don't I think there's so many talented tight ends that you can get into that tight end room bro go Taysom Hill and Kincaid you can get both those guys together. That would be a fine start, my guy. Absolutely amazing. Smitty, catching you when I can. Kirkwood, appreciate you being here. Uh, Kyle, appreciate you. Uh, Cooper Cup was right there with JJ in points per game before he got hurt. This is true, but he's also had only 2,000-yard seasons to his name, and he just turned 30 years old. So, I mean, tit for tat. You know, you could say that. I could say this. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying Cooper Cup's not a first rounder. I'm just saying at four or five overall, if you're going to draft him off of points per game, you're you're you've got a good argument. But I've got an equally negative argument for you, Jim. And the fo- phone lines open if you'd like to discuss it in a calm manner. I'm not saying call in to get blasted. I'm just saying you can call in and discuss this with me. But for for every point you have, I have a counterpoint. Not saying I'm team not drafting Cooper Cup at all. I'm just saying four or five overall. Give me Bijan. Give me Bijan. Give me Bijan every time over Cooper Cup. Give me Jamar Chase over Cooper Cup. And then I never have a problem. I never have to draft Cooper Cup. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to draft Cooper Cup. But I'm never drafting him because Bijan's always on the board in that dilemma. And Cooper Cup with only 2,000 yard seasons to his name. One of which was barely like 1,100 yards. He's had that one monster year. And then per game... Per, you know, per, per game fantasy football points last year, you can tack that on and say, oh, he's this, he's so magnificent. And I, I love Cooper Cup, but he's got a potentially volatile quarterback situation. He's got a lot going on. Jonathan, uh, live on the show. Jonathan, first of all, I want to apologize. Denny, Denny said that I, 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 I was a little hard on you. And Denny didn't even know what was going on. Denny wasn't even coherent yesterday. And if he observed that I was hard on you, I must have been. And so for that, I want to apologize, Jonathan. And I and I appreciate you calling back in. But what's going on? Keep keep me up uh, or update me with your situation and let, let's attack it. You're live. It's going good. It's going good. But no, you don't have to apologize. I mean, I don't, I don't think you're you're too hard. I didn't either. Maybe Denny was just, wrong. You were just putting your two cents in. So, I mean, I appreciate the honesty, bro. So, no, we okay. good, man. All right, good. Denny, Denny was wrong again. That's all right. But um, but no, I just wanted to um to update you with the uh the order how things have been falling. So I ended up getting you know Justin Fields on the first, and then I ended up getting um Brees Hall in the second, um, and then on the third, um, and then in the third I ended up getting um because you just spoke about um Cooper Cup. But he fell all the way into the third round. Okay, so, so I mean, a, I had to grab him. Dynasty PPR. Yeah, Dynasty. Yeah. Okay. 
So let, let me let me explain that in one second. Um, so Fields in one, Brees Hall in two, and Cup in three. So let me let me explain something real quick. This is where I feel like people don't listen to me, Jonathan. You, you, you This is not to you at all. But it's like, I, I love the Cooper Cup value. I lo- absolutely love that value. And then, then, then Bob's going to come in here and say, Smitty, wait a minute. You don't like Cooper Cup. I never said, I never once said I don't like Cooper Cup. I'm, I'm trying to explain it to the Bobs out there. I don't like his ADP. I don't like him at four or five. I love him at 12. He's not going to fall to 12, so I'm probably not going to draft him. But in a dynasty startup, PPR, this to me is equivalent to like falling to 12 in a redraft. So I absolutely, absolutely love this value because guess what? You've got plenty of, of future going on here, bro. There's nothing wrong with doing a mixed bag and trying to attack the now hardcore building for the future. And who the hell says you won't land the next Kenneth Walker off waivers because some some Bob drops him like we advised him not to do last year. You know how many stories I've, I've heard? And you're probably not going to see him dropped in Dynasty, but he equivalently, he was dropped in redraft in so many leagues after week one and two. Equivalent, equivalently, he yeah. might be so low. So in the case of Dynasty, you might be well, able to go in. So I'm just saying, like, have well, have faith in yourself, and you do. To say, you know what, I'll take a Cooper Cup. I'll take a value. I wouldn't even care if you drafted Henry in a couple rounds. And you go win a championship and you you be astute. You be on top of waivers. You're on top of trades. You're on top of buy low, sell highs. And you turn this team into a conglomerate now and a future conglomerate as well. So the, the reason why I went with Cooper Cup is that I did a trade. And now I have two back-to-back fourth rounders. And they're right next to each other. It's the 403 and the 404. And I can easily get a Drake London and a Watson or like a Drake London and a Tony Pollard. And I feel like that's a great foundation of the team to yeah. win now and also have for the future. Yeah, bro. I, 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 lo- I love it. I mean, your, your start's great. It's a good mix of everything. Uncle Philly says JJ over Chase in my ring. I'll look and see if there's some sort of alphabetical or, or some sort of sorting issue that I had. But uh, Chase will probably be valued at the same dollar amount. But sometimes, because they're even, it'll organize and put uh, put uh, Justin Jefferson above them. So I'll try and fix that. But they should have the same dollar amount, Uncle Philly, and be equal on, on the rankings. But also keep in mind, Uncle Philly, just to address this real quick, my rankings won't always match what I'm predicting because if I'm telling you, as an example, St. Brown could be the number two or three wide receiver in fantasy football 2023. I'm not saying he will be. He could be. I'm still ranking him appropriately. But the fantasy football advice, the bold predictions, the written content is your support to say, hey, here are the rankings. Because if, if I have Joe Burrow as the, if I have Joe Burrow as the number one quarterback, I'm not ranking him number one, Uncle Philly. I'm not, because then what do I have people do? They take my rankings to the draft, and they draft Joe Burrow as the first quarterback drafted. And so rankings are tricky. Rankings are kind of a combination of what a person should expect, and then the the, the other content supports where you, in your mind, get away with you know obviously letting them fall and saying, okay, Smitty's got Joe Burrow slotted around four. That's a good combination of where he thinks he's respecting him enough based on his projection. 
but also doesn't want to push him up too high so that I go out and draft Joe Burrow number one for out of all quarterbacks. I want to take him at four or five. You want to take Joe Burrow four or five as an example. Sometimes I do want to emphasize somebody and I just rise them up really high and they are they are sticking out like a sore thumb. But in that sense, my content will also support that and say, hey, by the way, you might see St. Brown really high right now because I'm, I'm really trying to emphasize he's going to be a, a big deal this year. But this content, the written content is going to tell you to dial back where you draft him. So rankings are tricky. It's like a combination of everything you're trying to put together. And so, you know, be careful on that one. Appreciate you, Uncle Philly. Um, uh, so Cortez, what are you doing with this next pick then? You're take you say you're taking London or, or Tony Pollard? Yeah. So I have, uh, like I said, I have two fourth rounders back to back from each other. So I was thinking about going, um, like, yeah, Drake, I'm going to grab Drake London for sure. <laughs> Bro, and probably, probably team. Pollard or, uh, Watson. One of those two. That'd be a team. Are the ones that I really like. That'd be a team, bro. And then I'll I'll draft uh, like um, like Love, uh, probably like around the maybe sixth round, seventh round, hopefully if he falls to me. Um, and he'll be my QB too, because I, I like I like Love. I yeah, bro, gonna, bro, I agree with what you said. Yeah, Love is Love is fantastic. And what I always tell people is you want to you want to get a team that you can't draft in a redraft. So if let's say like it, let's say somebody drafted uh, Deshaun Watson in round one like at 12 overall, and then let's say they took uh, – give me a QB that went at like 13, 14, 15, 16 in your draft. Uh, Richardson. Okay. So Richardson. They are 15. Okay. So Richardson uh, went 15. See, um, so who, who's that who, – can you tell me that guy's team? Give me that guy's team. He has, uh, he has Trevor Lawrence, and he has uh, – that's all he has right now because he traded away his pick. Okay, so let me give you. Let me give. So anybody's trying to trying to take in what I'm saying on this. If if in round one, so let me one, give you an example. So so the twelfth one, the the twelfth quarterback that that went was uh, let's see, it was um, it was Dak. Okay, Dak Prescott yeah, went twelfth overall. Like that's a TV. Let me paint this picture real quick. Hold on one second. Okay, so T Law in a dynasty startup is probably going. Um, in a regular one QB dynasty startup is probably going like somewhere around four or five. We'll put him right here. So the law dog goes here. Anthony Richardson, I imagine in a dynasty startup, he probably goes in the same territory. T tough to say, tough to really say on a, on a one QB. And then, so let, let's say this guy drafts a, let's say he drafted Tony Pollard. Pollard's going in the, the late third, uh, late second round in dynasty Probably still around that. We'll give the benefit of the doubt to him. And let's say he gets a, a London who's probably going in the third or fourth round, top of, of round four, or maybe t we'll say bottom of round three. So London. So that guy right there, bro. So if anybody's understanding what I'm saying, this is that guy's team. If he, let's say he had draft picks. He's got it. Look at, look at the board. If this is a one QB league, you can draft this team actually pretty, pretty poorly, right? This team fits into a, a, a draft board, but we look at your team, bro. We look at your team. This is how you know you dominate a super flex. It's very, very simple, and a lot of people just don't understand what I'm saying, and I want to map it out. You took Fields in a dynasty startup. Fields is probably going in, in four at least, maybe thir the third round, round. 
I'd say, I'd say, let's put him at the top of four just to be safe. Uh, Cooper Cup is probably going in the second round somewhere, even in the dynasty startup. He's not going in round one. Uh, who was your other, your Brees Hall? Brees Hall is probably going yeah, in, Hall. In, in the first round in a dynasty startup, one QB. And then uh, you said London. So like London's yeah, in this, London. Yeah, London's in this territory. We'll put London, I think, where we had him last time. So London's right here. And then Tony Pollard is going around two. And then Jordan Love, who we do believe in, is probably going in like six or seven. So we'll put Love in, in six. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? Look at this team. The team he's drafting in a one QB league is impossible to draft in a dynasty startup in a one QB league. So he in a two QB league, he's drafting a team that you plotted out on a one QB board. And it, it doesn't make sense. That's how you know you crush a super flex draft. It's it's really you reverse yeah. engineer it and you you look at it and you say what the hell? How'd you do that? It's because of the advantage of taking fields in round one. That's why I said you yeah, gotta go fields. There's 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 legit like three people on the league right now that don't even have a quarterback yet, and we're already in the third round. Yeah. So like these these dudes quarterback ones are going to be like a Daniel Jones. You know, or something in that nature, like a, you know, like a Kirk Cousins. And like, I just, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't mind having Kirk as a QB2, but not as my QB1. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think I'm, I think I'm doing pretty well. I think, I think I would probably go, um, I mean, would you go, would you go um, Drake London and Watson or would you go Drake London and, um, and Pollard? That's so tough. I mean, That's I mean, look, L- London and Watson give you more longevity, because Pollard. I mean, he's an RB. He's also franchise tag, so he does not have a long term deal. If Pollard gets injured this year, he will probably not have a starting job next year. It's the reality, the harsh reality of the dynasty angle that we're looking at right here in redraft. We love Pollard, top five to ten season. Let's go. Um, what about Stevenson? Or Metcalf. What about Metcalf? Because he's there too. Uh, like, like London, London, and Metcalf. Or, or Stevenson, um, Stevenson's great, but I probably go look. Wide receivers are they have more longevity. I probably go Watson and London if it's me. Um, someone said that uh, Love's not in round six. Well, we're talking about dynasty one QB, and we don't really know where. It's, there's no good dynasty ADP. Every league is different, so I just put them somewhere high to give myself. Uh, not the benefit of the doubt, so that the team looked, you know, so like wherever you throw love in a one QB dynasty, he's going higher than in a redraft. His ADP right now, like right now, well, because like I said, we're drafting right now, it's just a slow draft, yeah. Um, because you know, it's a startup, but it's love right now, he's anywhere between the sixth and seventh. Well, that's that's two, and that's a super play, yeah. That's yeah, so that's two QB, but but I would say like. And I don't know that that's even that accurate. The, the suggested ranks always jacked up, but in a dynasty dynasty startup, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like in this territory, just because you know you're talking about someone building building a team from yeah. the ground up. They look at the values differently, and the dynasty eighty eighty piece garbage. You can't even trust it. You don't even know. You go into a dynasty draft. I promise you, it's not going to follow the ADP, or it's going to follow the suggested rank on one platform differently than the suggested rank on another. So the ADPs are going to be totally off, and you just got to like know where you're drafting. Um, but but anyway, yeah. So so 
I'm going to do a video on that Superflex um, concept of like, you know, looking at it reverse engineer style and understanding what it means to say, hey, you can't draft this team in a 1QB. Well, Smitty, I'm not playing in a 1QB. Right, but you plot the value backwards and you can see whether you drafted well. Because these people that take Danny yeah, Dimes like in the second round and a, and a Superflex think they're they're making out like bandits, bro. You're getting Jordan Love. You're getting Jordan Love and you got Fields and you're crushing him at every other position. And in a super flex, when in round one, it's going QB, 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 straight down the board. And even in round two, it's QB, QB. And you're, you're drafting, you're essentially drafting against traffic in round two. And you're essentially drafting against traffic in round three as well. You're drafting against traffic here. You're drafting against traffic here. You're constantly drafting against traffic. So, yeah, and that, I will say, that's I will the key. Say that, um, I was wanting to tell you that uh, Jameer Gibbs ADP, man, is skyrocketing, man, because I was literally going to draft him with my third pick, and the guy right before me, man, swiped him right in front of my eyes. So that's what I was going to go. I was going to go Reese and Gibbs. That would have been show. nasty. He probably but unfortunately, the, the, guy, the guy, you know, took him away. So I was like, man. I mean, best player available, like, you know, win now type mode, you know, I had to go with, I had to go with my little Cooper Cup. Yeah. I mean, uh, that hey, guy is just not human. Hey, hang, hang tight, Jonathan. I got to get to the other, caller, other callers real quick. You can hang on hold real quick. Bryce in Super mate. Chat. Yeah. 10-man uh, PPR, 2-flex, 1QB, T-Law, Russell Wilson. So 1QB, 2-flex, uh, so not super flex. Russell Wilson, T-Law. So T-Law, you're good. Walker, Charbonnet, Stevenson. Bryson, you still here? J.K. Dobbins, Chubb. I, did I already get to this one? Uh, Ten man. Hawkinson like to trade Najee and J.K. Yeah, I think I did do that one. Okay. Appreciate you, Bryson, for, for that super chat. If I didn't answer it fully, ask you something else, and I'll definitely attack it differently. Brees or Olave? Uh, in a dynasty startup, probably... Probably Brees, but I love them both, bro. And wide receivers are so advantageous. Did somebody drop a, a gifted membership or something? What do we? I think we got some renewals coming in. We got some renewals coming in. Appreciate everybody renewing, by the way. Uh, Sick Nasty dropping a four ninety nine hauler on screen. Sick Nasty says my startup dynasty tight end premium league draft is next month. And we're going to start doing more Dynasty content. Yeah, the Dynasty channel, I promise you, it's hard it's hard to uh, it's hard to get it going every day. But I promise you, we'll get there. I'm not promising a date because I keep saying, starting tomorrow, we're going to do a show every day on the Dynasty channel. I promise you, we will get there. I just I can't promise when it starts, but this year for sure. And and, and preferably before, you know, mid-July. So preferably tonight, you know, I want to do a Dynasty show every single day on the Dynasty channel. So subscribe to the Dynasty channel. The link is right here if you guys have not um, subscribed yet. Dynasty channel link here. You go. Subscribe to that bad boy right now. Anthony dropping, and we'll help you out. We'll get you there, Sick Nasty. Appreciate your super chat, by the way, pal. Diggs is going to quit when Kincaid becomes the number one. And I don't know that, like, look, like what he's saying is funny. Like, oh, he's not going to quit. That's crazy. But we did see Ridley quit. I'm just saying when there's a, a upset wide receiver and he, he's he's going nuts on the sideline. He doesn't talk to anybody for months in the offseason. Uh, he doesn't show up for day one. There's a lot of animosity there. He wants the ball. He's complaining constantly. He wants to be traded. He wants out of Buffalo. 
it's not so far-fetched to say, okay, I don't think he's going to quit, but I don't know what the hell he's doing and what he's thinking. Let me draft St. Brown, let me draft Garrett Wilson, and I'll put Diggs just two spots below. That's my point. That's my emphasis on caution uh, as it relates to Diggs, and that's it. It's nothing more than that. It's not don't draft him. It's not don't take him at 11 or 12 overall, and it's not even some of these hardcore stances like do not draft him. St. Brown's better than him. Anybody that doesn't have open-mindedness to at least say, like, I understand. Like, I, I get it. They're, they're, they're set in their ways and they're stubborn and it's fine. And I appreciate that. But let, let's just, let's just, and, and yeah, he's, no one's saying he's quitting, Matt. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you can understand where somebody says, look, we've seen crazy happen before. We've seen Antonio Brown walk off the field. We've seen uh, A.B., uh, do crazier things than that too. We've seen Calvin Ridley walk off the field, uh, essentially in the off season, and so you never know. You never know, and that's why you got to say, okay, two, two spots. Is that fair? Is me dropping Diggs two spots an overreaction to the off the field issues and potential situation? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think that's absolutely acceptable. Dropping Diggs two spots to account for a little craziness that might come his way. Um, super chat from Terry Roberts. Smitty, you hit 19K, my guy. Way to go. Yep, we celebrated that on the 4th of July. And appreciate all of you right behind my head. You see the 19K right up here. The show, 19K, baby. 19K, we swapped that out live on the show. Um, We're heading to 25. 25 to the moon. Let's go. Terry Roberts, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Where are we at? What are the uh, Dynasty Channel? Smitty Baked and Boys, let's go. Where's Baked and Boys? Baked and Boys needs to call in. We need to have, we need to have a little chat. Diggs is him. You can put your little your little steam emoji all you want, but that little steam emoji represents Diggs's frustration about being in Buffalo. <laughs> so you know, good appropriate emoji, uh, Jake the Snake. Appropriate emoji. Uh, let's go over to Isaac. Isaac, you're live. I'm sorry about the wait. Forgot you were there. Oh, good. What's up, Smitty? <laughs> I forgot both of you were there. Uh, Keith, hang tight, Keith. Let's go to Isaac first, and then, yeah, let's let's see what you guys got. Lay it on me. So, I just uh, took over a team for uh, this auction league I have. I was wondering if I give you the lineup. You would uh, think of it. Yes. Uh, can you wait one brief second? I'm sorry, bro. One, one, yeah, no second. Uh, thoughts on Punk Team Titans. Okay, I think I'm caught up on my Super Chats except for this one, and I don't want Wild Bill to wait. Wild Bill says, hey, brother, do you know what is up with the no weekly winners on Underdog Fantasy? I've updated everything. Anyone else having issues? If you're on iPhone, you should see it. Otherwise, if you update your app, then if you update the Underdog app, Underdog Fantasy, promo code SMITTY, um, we draft these weekly winners contests are absolutely amazing. And I'm going to drop that link right now. Go ahead and get in there and uh, sign up if you're new. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. That link has just been dropped. I'm going to pin the link right now. And that's where we're going to draft tomorrow night. So make sure you are subscribed and or you're, you've clicked and you're all ready to go on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Update your app if you're on iPhone. If you don't see it, they might have taken that away in your state that you can't do the pickums. But usually, if you can't see the pickums, you, then you know that's why. 
But if you're on Android, they're they're messing with, I guess, uh, updating with the Android app. I don't know. They're messing with it. They're trying to get it, I guess, going there. I don't know how far along they are. I have no, I'm not going to be able to find out how far the development team is on something like that. So you're just going to have to, uh, you're just going to have to wait on that one. Um, but I appreciate you a while, Bill. And if I have any news, you can be darn sure I'm going to talk about it like over and over and over. Once I know, you'll hear about it every live stream. I'll put, I'll put it on my Instagram stories. I'll be talking about it like crazy. So make sure uh, you do that. Uh, Sick Nasty, appreciate that super chat. I did answer that. Er, uh, did you get my last super, bro? Um, yeah, I, I did read it. I did read it. I said uh, that um, the Dynasty channel, we would be kicking into gear every day as much as, you know, I, I, it's probably going to be... a I would say uh, within the week, I'm going to start getting on there every day. I can't promise the day. I can just promise that we will be trying to do daily shows and 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 executing on daily shows pretty much every day. I just got to get to that point. I've had a lot on my plate to try and work that in, and I, I will get to it, I promise. Is that the question you're talking about? I did answer that a little bit ago. All right, go ahead, um, Isaac. I'm sorry about the wait. No, it's okay. Thank you. Like I, I said, I just took over this team. Um yeah, so let's just start off with the, the quarterbacks, I guess. Uh, basically, I have nothing. We have uh, Kyler Murray, Desmond Ritter, and Zach Wilson. Those are my quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, uh, Desmond Ritter. Okay, Zach Wilson. That's not good. No. I got good running backs, though. We have uh, Travis Etienne, CMC, Kenneth Walker, Alexander Madison, Khalil Herbert, and Demont. Uh, Madison. So you have ETN, CMC, Walker, Madison. Who else? Uh, Demont. Okay. And Khalil Herbert. Am I missing anybody? Herbert. Uh, Herbert, Demont, CMC, Madison, Walker. No Charbonnet? ETN. No Charbonnet? No. Okay. And then for receivers... Uh, not much either. I mean, I mean, we have Christian Watson and Tyler Boyd and Michael Thomas. Okay. Uh, and your quarterbacks, you said were Kyler. It's one QB? Yeah, one QB. And your tight end? And Joku. Okay. Well, uh... I mean, you clearly have good running back depth to kind of move around and make this work. You're kind of in a position where you should probably bank on Kyler. I mean, you just got to hope he comes back. This is probably going to be, you could potentially trade, you know, buy somebody low. I mean, I'd try and, I guess I would try and trade Kyler. I'd try and trade Kyler in a first rounder to get Fields or T-Law or Burrow or, you know, someone of that nature. But if you can't go that route, you know, and you can't identify, there's maybe there's a team that has like, Hertz and T Law, you know, like or Herbert and T Law, and you could go after T Law. That is something I would yeah. to- totally do. And you could give a first rounder and Kyler. You give them a quarterback back, and you're also giving them a first rounder, and they they feel like, God, I got two quarterbacks. This is great. I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden, you got you got a, an elite tight end or elite quarterback. Yeah. So this is a uh, like an auction league. I've never done one of these. So uh, I think you have like you get the players for like. Like a contract oh. for like three years, I believe. Okay, this is a lot more complicated then. Um, 
How yeah. many, I mean, how many, just briefly, because this is going to be too complicated for the call, but briefly, like, give me the top guy's year. So Watson's like a, what, a two- or three-year deal left? So I'm trying to look. I really don't know where to see all, like, the rest of the league. Okay. But uh, I was just more so thinking, like, asking, like, of the team I have. Yeah, here's here's the here's the problem though, bro. Without the contracts, I can't really even go anywhere, you know, because I don't know if CMC's on a one year deal and you're losing him. He's going back to the auction. This, you know, what I mean. So yeah, so uh, in general, I can see my, my... go ahead. So like, this year would be a free agent, a restricted free agent. So we have to do a, an auction for him. CMC. Um. Yeah. Okay, so you think you don't have him? Then <laughs> he's not on your team. No, I guess not. Okay. So the way it works is like in the auction, like if somebody bids higher than me, I have the ability to match it if I want. Hmm. Okay. Then you have his rights. It's all coming. Yeah. So you you have his rights. You can maybe retain him. Okay. Uh, I don't mind that too. If someone bids and you get, you probably get a discount, I imagine, right? Like a 10% discount or no? No, no. Um, I'd probably trade, I'd probably try and trade Madison because his value's high, I would try and trade the rights to ET uh, to CMC. I would try and I would keep Watson. I wouldn't trade him. His value's not high enough uh, in everyone else's eyes to even get what you want. I would try and go after Alave. I'd try and go after London. I'd try and go after St. Brown. I'd try and go after um, uh, Charbonnet. I'd be I'd be comfortable with ETN and, and Walker as my two RBs and getting rid of this piece right here to either upgrade at wide receiver or use the money to grab. I don't know is T Lot like does somebody own this? Is the last question I got to jump to the next call because this is we could go in circles on this one because there's so many avenues I don't even know. But is there any are there any good quarterbacks that are free agents? Any good quarterbacks you can even bid on? I would need to get back to you on that one. It's, okay. it's kind of hard to see the rest of the league, you know. Yeah, this is a tough one, bro. It's a little hard to get into. But if you got like a specific yeah. player question, like, hey, do you like this guy or this guy? Or, hey, what player would you target for that? That might be easier. All right, let's go over to uh, Isaac or uh, Heath. Hello? Mm-hmm. Hello? Smitty, I just wanted to tell you uh, real quickly Two, several things. One, love the show as always. Two, I went back-to-back in championships again. So I went to the championship my first year in the league, and then I won the year again, and then I won again. So back-to-back, and I've listened to you for a long time. I've been wanting to got my grandchild with me. Uh, long story short, Smitty, and I'll get off the line they they're Shaq rules and me again. They they're they're putting in the rules because I've won so many times. And what they're doing is now they're taking out because these guys do DraftKings. They're thinking that their benches are smart or are better than mine, and they're taking away a uh, the defense and they're putting in an extra flex. And so I've been very religious in listening to your videos, uh, and I'm high. I had I had. Uh, 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 ASJ on my team last year. I had uh, no ASB. I had St. Brown on my team last year. I had. I ended up picking up, like you said earlier in the call, picking up uh, uh, Kenneth Walker. 
uh, picked him up, had Pacheco picked him up, and then Swift come on for me. So my question was going to be, sorry about the grandchild, my question is going to be, what do you think about uh, – I've been going heavy receiver at the start. I've been going chase. I've been going uh, – if she ain't there, I've been staying away from Diggs. I've been going – because if Chase is falling to seven, eight, I've been mocking. I've been going Chase, uh, St. Brown, Wilson, or Lave, and then I'm trying to get Gibbs if he's there in the third or fourth, and I get him. Otherwise, I've been going heavy, heavy receiver to start just because I feel good, and then picking up Burrow at the tail end of it. Just thank you ahead of time. Uh, love listening to you, brother, and well, keep on yeah, doing the right thing. Yeah, hang tight real quick. Um, so you're drafting at seven. Uh-huh. I I've been mocking at seven because they've been putting me towards the end. They call it they they say it's random draw, but I don't believe it. Okay. Uh, okay. Because uh, yeah, I had yeah. seven and eight and and seven three years in a row, and I keep winning. Yeah, you can mute you can mute if you want while I answer, and if you have another follow up, just jump right back in. But I'd say like if you're drafting at seven, you're probably not getting chased. I, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt you're getting chased at seven. So. What just, would you think, Smitty, about that extra flex? How would you go about in a PPR league redraft with that one extra flex and no defense? Is that changing thing for you? It's two running backs. Two or three wide receivers. Yes, sir. Two, two, two running backs, two receivers, two flex, one quarterback, one tight end, one kicker. Okay. One tight end, one QB. Um, doesn't really change much. I mean – the the thing I would say is is that you're you know you're probably gonna want it depends on your crew if your crew gobbles up RBs you have to be mindful of that while also wanting to potentially draft against traffic you know you could see a Alvin Kamara this is redraft right um you yes you could, sir redraft you, you could see Alvin Kamara going around four or five in a league like this and you could see him in a in a normal league where people are I think. Uh, you know, on on top of it all, I'm not saying your league isn't on top of it, but on top of it, like best ball all day long, people are, are just heavy embedded in drafting daily. And they're just, they're seeing the mocks. They're seeing what other people are doing. They're playing best ball. You'll see Camara dropping like the seven, eight, nine territory. So it, it really is hard to project. But if you, let's say you just settle on the fact that you're going to get Garrett Wilson around one, you're getting like a, a pick eight to 12. If you get an eight to all 12 right. pick, then maybe it's G. Willie, and I don't think there's any reason you couldn't get get you know a potential St. Brown um, or Alave with that next pick if you wanted to go heavy wide receiver. But Barkley's also fantastic in the second round if you need to go RB and you want to go balanced into round three so you can kind of make your best decision without any pressure of going position over player because I'm all about taking the best player available. I don't draft a position. I draft a player. Uh, but right. Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, let's just say you got that. Let's just say these guys are sleeping on the St. Brown. I've seen it before, so it's not crazy, but it, it shouldn't happen. But if this is your second-round pick, and this is your first-round pick, and you come out with St. Brown and Garrett Wilson as your, your top two guys, you you know you could come in strong and get Gibbs in three a tad early, if need be, because you have a late third-round pick, and you could come in and get Walker a tad early in four, you might even get lucky and see Walker fall to five. But it seems to be in the more grandma league it is, the more he goes in four and people don't realize he's fallen to five, which is a weird thing because it's in that sense. I feel like the grandmas are more accurate 
because I think Walker belongs in four, nine, and five. But he's been slipping to five point one to five point two. But if you walk out with Garrett Wilson, a St. Brown type of wide receiver, a Gibbs and a Walker, and you get Burrow or Fields in five, which you could get or you might not get, depends on how QB hungry they are. Some leagues they take them all in the third round. Some leagues don't take uh, quarterbacks for a while. I bet Fields has a lot better chance of falling into round five. If you walk out with Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, Gibbs, Walker, Fields, you have to get Charbonnet later. Uh, you can't even see that. Uh, Walker, Fields, um, yeah. So if you walk out with Fields in five, Walker in four, Gibbs in three, St. Brown in two, Garrett Wilson in one, and you get Charbonnet later, smash, bro. Straight, straight smash. But you you could also mix it up and go Barkley. You know, Barkley's a, a great pick this year in round two. If you go Barkley here, and let's say instead of Walker, you went London, which I think you could probably get in your league in round four. Bro, that's fantastic as well. You Garrett Wilson. Definitely a grandpa league, uh, Smitty. These guys did not put the time I put into it, and it doesn't make me special. It just makes me wise and smart and them dumb because they're not spending the time they need. And so a lot of times, like, you'll, you'll say get somebody waiver wire or, uh, you know, whatever, like we're talking in the draft, and these guys are drafting Josh Allen. You know, and I'm fine like you are about early QB. I'm not dissing that. I'm just saying they're getting Josh Allen – you know, pick two, and then okay. all of a sudden somebody's picking Mahomes, pick five, and I'm that, sitting there but, looking at somebody I didn't but, think. But that makes me think you're in a super flex draft. I'm, I, I I would think so as well. But the way these guys draft, at least in years past, I know. But but are you? We're in, pos- we're in, I, Matt O asked the question in the chat. Are you positive that this extra flex is not a added super flex, bro? I have looked at that, and the only eligible on ESPN people you can put in there are running back, receiver, or tight end. So you're positive it's a one QB league? Yes, sir, I am okay. positive. I, I thought that as well because I've, I've mistake draft on mock drafts, super flex, and, Bro, you know, it's a different vibe. But it, it, uh, Look, as much as I love early quarterback, if people are going to draft Mahomes and Allen and those guys in round one, do not follow suit because the quarterback pool is so deep. You will be guaranteed an Aaron Rodgers and a Jordan Love later, an Anthony Richardson and an Aaron Rodgers later, probably a T-Law. But even if T-Law goes early, don't worry about it. Fight it, go against traffic, and you will clean up, bro. I promise you, you will absolutely mop the floor with these guys if they start drafting quarterbacks in round one in a one QB league. Don't get tempted to you're, just follow. You gave me that great information last year when I called you before because you had been high on Burrow, uh, and I waited and waited in our pre in our draft. These guys were going everybody you could imagine. I ended up scooping Burrow up in the ninth round. And he brought the whole he brought the whole thing home for yeah. me. So grandmas versus grandpas league. This sounds like two di- two different. Amen. Divisions. Hey, and you talking to the grandpa here? If they, they can be the grandmas, I'll be the grandpa. That Attaboy. sounds good to me. Yeah, division of one against uh, you know nine other guys. Is it a ten team? I imagine you can't. It's get a 12. ten team. Yes, sir. Yeah, it is. To- I've never heard of a twelve team grandpa grandma league. It's always ten. You can't find twelve. <laughs> <laughs> you can't find twelve. All right, hey, appreciate you, Keith. Keep dominating. Call in anytime. I've got you on the phone line, so you know I'm here for you. Dial in whenever you need me. Appreciate you, brother. You have a great one, Smitty. God bless.
Later. I, I, li I like uh, I like Keith. Keith's funny, man. All right, phone lines open if anybody wants to dial in. But I knew it's it. You know it's a ten man league. You know it's a. And hey, Keith, if you're listening right now, in a ten man, I forgot to say this. In a ten man, even more of a reason to not go early quarterback. In a ten man, you are one thousand percent guaranteed to have a killer QB room when you're the last person to draft a QB. You get to draft QB last, and 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 you'll still you'll clean up, bro. What's up? You're live on the show. Hey, what's up? It's Ninja. How's it going? What's up, man? Hey, not too bad, Smitty. Um, you think this whole uh, Diggs drama is something stemming from last year of how they, you know, got outed in the playoffs and then Diggs is sitting there in the offseason looking at the draft and they take a tight end and he's going, what the hell are you guys thinking? Right? I love Dalton, Dalton Kincaid, but I think Diggs is maybe being a drama queen seeing them draft uh, Josh Allen's future security blanket here. I mean, bro, I mean, he. we don't know what's going on. I mean, it certainly is stemming from last year. And that's why I say when Josh Allen said uh, this, I'm not calling Josh Allen a liar. I love Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. But when Josh Allen said this right here, uh, he said, I love him. That's my guy, Allen said of Diggs. Um, the media has blown this out of proportion. We're not playing the game a game for four months. He doesn't show up for one day. And and then this other piece right here where, um, let me see if I can find it one second. It's right, right here where Josh Allen said, uh, no reason to continue to talk about this. I mean, these are all, these are all things that like, I, I, I agree the media is going to run with it to a certain degree. And I'm certainly, I don't think I'm a part of it in a, in a, in a way that's a misstep. I think I'm a part of it in terms of it's preventive, you know, maintenance for your fantasy football, you know, team. And, and, and I'd be, in my opinion, reckless to not tell you, I feel, this is how I feel. This is how me taking in 20 years of seeing these experiences unfold. It's, it's not like I'm just throwing mud at the wall. Like literally not just played fantasy for 20 years, I professionally 20 played for well over 20 years, so many more years than 20 years. But professionally for 20 years, looked at this stuff. And you, you got to say, okay, the Bills have been shaky here and there. They're always going to be a contender. But you just don't know what year it's going to fall apart. You got this guy wanting a trade. He wants out. He's not showing up because he he's so upset he wants out. He was literally irate on the sidelines and upset with everybody. And everybody just thinks because he's digs, because they own him. You know, or maybe you own them in a dynasty league, so you're just defensive, or whatever the case may be, that everything's gonna be fine. For sure, gonna be fine. How are you for sure gonna be fine? For me, I am an odds, you know, predictor type of guy. Like, I'm here to talk about percentage chance of this, percentage chance of this. And when I say that there's a reason to take a little bit of a, a sidestep over to St. Brown, I'm not talking about avoiding digs, I'm not talking about him being a bust, but just a little sidestep over to St. Brown, a little, a little shimmy. On over to Garrett Wilson. The, the, those, totally. those, those are those are appropriate reactions to a situation where you have Josh Allen saying this wasn't football. This he's not here. It's not football related. It was football related. Like it was. It had to do with you know he was wanting more you know targets. He was there's a lot involved in it. It was he felt slighted. There's a lot of you know a lot going on, and I think that maybe drafting Kincaid. 
you know, subconsciously pissed him off. I don't think he's, like, going to admit to it. Like, oh, I'm scared of a rookie tight end. I don't think he's mentioning that. I don't think he's told anybody that. Him saying I'm worried about Kincaid, that's probably the last thing that this, you know, he's arrogant. All wide receivers are. He's a diva, and sometimes we like that about a player. I like that Aaron Rodgers is arrogant, so it's not a bad thing that he's an arrogant player, but he's an arrogant player, and do you think he's going to admit that Kincaid bothers him? He's not. He, If you went up to Diggs, I promise you right now, you said, are you worried about Kincaid taking some of your snaps? He'd go, you know, are you out of your mind, bro? I don't even know who that is. Who's Kincaid? Give me a coffee! That's, what he, that's how we treat him. So I think subconsciously, maybe. Maybe it just rubbed him the wrong way, like they're... Kicking the tires on Hopkins probably didn't help. Will he admit that he's worried about that? No. Right. But. And, I mean, he, I think he, on some level he is pissed off about the Kincaid pick because he's seeing before Kin- Kincaid gets picked, he's the alpha on that team, the number one target on that team. I mean, Dawson Knox, like you just said, is going to become a blocking tight end, so they don't think much of him as a receiver. Gabriel Davis can't stay healthy, and he's a boomer bust type of guy. So they bring in Kincaid, and I think Diggs goes, oh, so now you want to take away targets from me, the experienced I mean, veteran I mean, wide receiver that's built this report, I don't, and I you don't, want to give it to Kincaid. <laughs> I don't think – I think subconsciously maybe, but again, I don't think this is anywhere part of the issue. I think this is just maybe he was steaming, and then this made him a little more mad. Like, can I admit that maybe? But it has nothing to do with – he he is so arrogant, and, and like I said, rightly so in some ways. He's a skilled guy. But he's so arrogant and a diva. He is right. he he probably he's not admit he, that. he probably not not only would he not admit it, but he probably doesn't truly believe anybody can take anything away from him, bro. He believes that he made Josh Allen. I I can almost promise you that a part of him believes he's the bigger reason Josh Allen's good, and and right. that this isn't a two way relationship. Yeah, so, I think him and the, the Buffalo's brass aren't getting along. I think he I honestly think Diggs thinks he can run the, the organization differently and that's where they're at a crossroads. Yeah. I, I, I think But anyway, uh, Benny, appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you. Later, man. Uh yeah, I, I again I know some of you know what I'm saying and some of you like Swaggy don't know what I'm saying. Um there's no, there's no concern of bust. There's no running away from digs entirely. It just comes down to, are there a couple guys you had pretty close, closely ranked anyway? Now, now it's time, time to move them up one or two slots because you already felt very, very close anyways. If, if you did, if you don't, if digs is your number one, there, you know, then so be it. So be it. Uh, he's entitled to, uh, all wide receivers are elite wide receivers are diva. They are. I mean, we talk about that all the time. It's not a bad thing necessarily. Uh, Smitty, give me a coffee, bro. Get me a coffee, Terry. <laughs> Terry, I appreciate you. Terry's one of the best mods on the planet. Him and, him and I think Travis is in here somewhere. You guys are absolute monsters. Uh, Kincaid isn't. Isn't a safe win now like Hopkins would be. Uh, you know, to a degree, that's the way it's going to be until he proves it. I mean, you could say that about anybody. You know what I'm saying? You could say that about like, hey, uh, uh, you know, Kenneth Walker wasn't safer than Penny. Penny's better win now. Like, give him a week and then boom, you're changing your mind. Like, Kincaid feels that way to you now. And until he's proven JCIM, of course, he's going to be 
less uh, secure than Hopkins. But I promise you that if this plays out, they don't get Hopkins, you're going to start thinking very, very differently uh, about about Kincaid. You're going to start coming in going, Kincaid is him. Kincaid is him. He's a top five 2020. He's a top five 2024 tight end. Like, plain and simple, you know. Like, that, that's that's that, that's definitely the case. I mean, don't don't think for a second he's not not looking so good walking out his rookie year that we're all looking at him as a top, you know, five tight end in, in 2024 redraft. And Dynasty is already there. And Dynasty, I'd take him. Exception is Cup. I don't know what that's referring to. But, he, again, my concerns with Cup are, are, are definitely out there. Um, doesn't mean I'm avoiding him. I just told... The Cortez, who drafted Cup in the third round in a dynasty, that that's actually equivalent to getting him, like, I think at the 12 pick in a redraft. You know, there's a, there's a right place to draft Cooper Cup, and there's a wrong place to draft him. So, you know, there you go. Let's see here. Um, Justin, call in. The phone lines are open. Wide open. Dial in. Lee, dial in. The phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Uh, let's see here. Hey, Smitty, what do you think of this deal since you took Pitts off the Mars man? I didn't, yeah, I mean, he's, he's off the Mars man list. Uh, dial into the sh- show, guys. Um, no, uh, block callers don't even get through, just so you know. Um, hey, Smitty, what do you think of this deal? Hit me with the deal, birds. You're saying, what do I think of this deal? But you haven't even posted the deal, Birds. I don't see the deal. How am I supposed to know what deal it is? Should you call in Lee? Yeah, the phone lines are wide open, bro. I don't have a single caller on right now. So now's the time, Lee. Now's the time to call in. Dial in. What's up, Ninja? What else did you have? Yo, sorry. Uh, yeah, I got a, a fantasy startup uh, dynasty draft that I just jumped in on, and we're three picks in. I started off with uh, Trevor Lawrence, Jameer Gibbs, and TJ Hawkinson, and I'm trying to figure out who I should get for my fourth pick. Trevor Lawrence, uh, give me give me the team one more time. So, yeah, it's a single QB, single running back um, league. And uh, it's a dynasty startup draft. So I got Trevor Lawrence in the first round. I'm in the middle of a – it's a 16-man league, so it's I'm in the one, middle of the QB, draft. One QB? Yeah, one QB. Why'd you take T-Law in round one? It's a – it's a Hello? So, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, all those guys were going off in the Dynasty startup draft in yeah, the first round. Yeah, but you, you, gotta, you just let them, bro. You just let them. I don't, I don't jump into that. I don't start driving with traffic. But go ahead. Hit me with your team. Let's go. I mean, it can still work out, but, I mean, you could have cleaned up on them and taken – I would have gone rent a QB if I had to. I would have I totally rolled out of Aaron Rodgers and love and tried to develop my quarterback room. I'm not saying I wouldn't have reached um, a, li- a little bit, but I'm not taking T-Law in the first round in a 1QB. 
dynasty. I love him. I, I mean, I, I like I like the age for T Law. He's like what twenty four, twenty five, going into uh, his second know, season bro. of what could be give, an MVP type of season. Give me your and, team. Give me your you team. know, I have him for the rest of time. So <laughs> I'm I'm down to roll with T Law in the first round. <sighs> yeah, I know. Okay, go ahead. I wouldn't, but go ahead. Hit no, me no, I, I I hear I hear you, but I don't. I, I don't feel confident in any other two Vs outside of that. It was the exception. Well, I'll of show what, you what I would have done, but yeah. go ahead give me your team. No, okay, no worries. So we got uh, T-Law in the first round. We got Jameer Gibbs in the second. Um, and then in the third, we got TJ Hawkinson. Uh, and so there's two not... wide receiver positions and two flex positions. So let, let me just give you my, my, my two cents here. Is it a premium? Uh, tight end premium. Uh, well, yeah, the flex positions allow for tight end, but it's a single tight end. But is it premium scoring or no for tight ends? Um, no, not premium okay. scoring. So, my two two mis- two mistakes in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. You know, you know, you can do whatever you want, obviously, but I wouldn't have done that. No, I got you. I wouldn't have done that. I also feel like Hawkinson is too high in redraft in the third round. So take him. Uh, or, 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 I'm sorry, in in dynasty in the third round. I, I don't think I'd take him in dynasty in, in the redraft or dynasty in the third round. I think, uh, you know, I would I would have taken reach on a Kincaid. I would have done the whole Cole Komet, you know, just Taysom Hill combination. Even though it's dynasty, I, I like Cole I Komet. Mean, I like a Conquo. Conquo is going in the 10, 11, 12 round range in redraft. I don't know how much higher he would go in in a, in a regular non-premium tight end league. But, bro, both these picks were, in my opinion, um, potential big misses. What I would have done is, what what pick did you have in the first round? Uh, it was Trevor Lawrence. No, what pick? And it was like, that uh, pick pick number. Let me get back to you. Number nine, pick number nine. And uh, <sighs> so this is who went out: Joe Burrow first, Justin Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes, Jamar Chase, Bijan, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, and then Trevor Lawrence in the first round there. Yeah, I mean, you could have gone with Garrett. Like, you could have gone. This is what I would have done, bro. I would have, I would have gone Garrett Wilson. Gibbs is per. I don't mind that at all. And then third round, you could have easily got, um, like, who was available? Uh, who's available right now is it, was Bijan gone at one point nine? Did you? See yeah, okay. Bijan gone was uh, was gone before the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. Who is who is there in the third round? In the in the third round, uh, I got T.J. Hawkinson, and yeah. then in the fourth, so my pick coming up in the four nine here, uh, yeah. Christian Watson's available, George Kittle, DeAndre Swift, D.J. Moore, Michael Pittman, J.K. Dobbins, McLaurin, and Ridley. And I was thinking of going with Ridley here just to stack him up with Trevor Lawrence, um, you know, in Dynasty. And just Where, riding because I, I believe that passing game is going to be like top five for like many years. Is Kenneth Walker uh, Kenneth so, Walker there? Uh, Kenneth Walker. Let me check out if it's Kenneth Walker be. is here. No, Kenneth Walker's gone. When did he go? Kenneth Walker went. He, I think he went. Yeah, he went uh, right after my or right either after or before. Uh, no, yeah, right before my TJ Hawkinson pick. Yeah, well, what I'm I would have what I would have done, bro, is gone Garrett Wilson, Gibbs, London, Watson, wh- whatever. You could you could have gone you could have gone this, and then I I I almost guarantee you you would have had Aaron Rodgers and whoever. And uh, and I know you're not you wanted the longevity, but bro, this team would have smashed. I don't. I'm just. I hear you. 
But as for your fourth round pick, name them off again. You got Watson, London. No, yeah. So who, who's left over right now is like the top eight is uh, Christian Watson, George Kittle. I'm not going to go with another tight end since I got Hawkinson. So I'll just list off the running backs and receivers. So Christian Watson, DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, J.K. Dobbins, McLaurin, and Ridley. Ridley's older, so I don't. I mean, I don't mind him, but I don't like to pick. Christian Watson's a lock here. Um, are you on the clock right okay. now? I'm not on the clock right now. There's a pick right before me, and I'm worried he's because he he's already. I mean, he has already been stacking up on two receivers, so he may not go Christian Watson here. But if if Watson falls to me, Later I'm going to snag him and have a solid base here. Golf, appreciate you. TNT dropping five gifted memberships. TNT to the moon, appreciate you. The moon. Uh, yeah, e- easy call for me, Christian Watson. Past that, bro. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I go. I like Swift a lot, but he's a huge risk. Christian Watson. L- London. London's gone. Right. Um, uh, London's already gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, JK's okay here. Swift is okay here, but none of them hold the value Watson has. Watson's the clear pick to me. But I'd have to yeah. have more names. I, I honestly, okay, what, what let's, let's, let's assume let's assume the guy before me picks up on Watson. Who who would be the second pick there? I probably J.K. or Swift. I mean Ridley. If you want to go two two years at a time, Ridley would be a smart move. But he's also older, and he might just have two years left. He's an older wide receiver, so I don't know, bro. But man, I, I'm telling you, next time you do this, just fight the urge to follow the trend, bro. In a one QB league, there's no excuse for anybody taking a QB, a QB in round one. In a one QB league, it just even I, in I, a I, dynasty, you would say. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about you're talking about you're gonna draft against traffic, and you yeah, can piece together you could piece together, you know, like I said, a, a combination of youth and now like Renta and Aaron Rodgers, but you could also strategically draft a couple guys you really really like, like Jordan Love or. You know, Anthony, that makes sense. I mean, what quarterbacks available right now? Uh, there's a Bryce Young, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, C.J. Stroud, Kirk Cousins, Goff, Rogers, Smith, Geno Smith. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know your league. Better no, yeah, than I mean, you know your league better than I, I do. I, I, just... I, I just think I just think Trevor Lawrence can you know still outperform all those guys though too, and for you know to just be solid at the QB one without having to draft you know multiple yeah. average QBs and well, hoping one of them breaks in the right direction. I, I, I mean, think... in redraft, I wouldn't do this, but in dynasty, I think it's worth it. I don't know that I would have coupled this risky move you'd made with the tight end in round three. That's Hawkinson because Hawkinson's like he's okay, he's okay, but I, I, he's not a guy I'm taking in the third round in a dynasty. I mean, he's not. I a, mean, Cousins made Jordan Reed a number one tight end in fantasy like twice. I think yeah. Hawkinson's going to kill it this year. I, I, I like him. I just uh, dynasty. I'm not taking him in yeah. the third round. There are too many amazing players you. there. All right, hey, no, that's a good appreciate point. you, Ninja. We'll talk to you later. Uh, let's go. All right, over. talk to you later, Spinny. Let's Adios. Go. Yeah, let's go over to Lee real quick and then scared Scott after that. But hang hang tight, scared Scott. Don't don't just butt in. Let's go, Lee. Lee, go ahead. All right. Um, I just had a trade. Um, I just want to know what you thought about it. Um, so I'm offering JJ and Pickens for AJ Brown, Pierce, and Kenneth Walker. AJB Pierce. 
and Walker. Yep. And my RBs are really weak. I have um, Montgomery and Robertson and uh, Herbert. God, this is like one of those trades where um, you got to take it. I, but then, but then at the same time, like Pickens is a really good. Like if you could take Pickens out of this, then it's a smash. But you throw Pickens in, and then it gets like complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I do it. I don't know that I do it. I think Pickens could be good enough. I don't do it. I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. I have my wide receivers are Wilson, St. Brown, Watson, and Ayuk. Yeah, I don't do it. I think you got if you could okay. take Pickens out, I would probably do it because AJ Brown's you mm-hmm. know that good, and you're getting Walker. But you once you throw Pickens in, it just balances the scale back into the wrong direction. You if you're trading JJ, you want that scale to slam down on the upside end of your scale, your side of the scale. You know mm-hmm. th- th- this right here. It's like you throw Pickens in, and he's just—it's almost like he's going. I'll give you, you give me, you give me JJ, and I'll give you AJ Brown, Pearson, Walker, right? And then you're like, okay, mm-hmm. it seems legitimate, right? Because you're getting Walker, you're getting AJ Brown. This is about right. You give up JJ, you better get a receiver that could rank near the top twelve overall. Like, not wide receiver, but overall value. Like, A.J. Brown's right around the 12, 13 turn. And then you get a Walker, who's who, a third, fourth rounder to people in Dynasty. I think he's worth more than that. But And Pierce we like, but he's still going very late. So he convinces you to do this, and then it's like, well, throw Pickens in, and it'll do it. And then you're in a point where he's got his foot in the door, and, and you're just, like, devaluing Pickens to make it work. In your mind, you're like, well, Pickens isn't proven yet, so I can't throw him in. No, you can't. He's... He's arguably, Pickens is arguably, arguably, because you know I love Walker way more than Pickens, but he's arguably as good as either Pierce or Pickens. Arguably. Mm-hmm. You know, in a perfect scenario, perfect world. So, yeah, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't. But it's one of those okay. trades where, like, if Pickens were out, you'd almost have to do it if you think you can't win with JJ. But, mm-hmm. you know, without Charbonnet included, like, there's too many factors. No way. Absolutely mm-hmm. no. Is there? Gotcha. Is there a trade that you would do for Pierce or Walker with like JJ or Garrett Wilson or Sam Brown or one of those receivers? So let me get let me mock up a, a trade that I would do. First of all, I would try and make someone give me. I would do a one for like two or three. I would not be throwing Pickens players back in. So if I'm trading mm. JJ, let's just go after a, a player. So you you're throwing Garrett Wilson out. Garrett Wilson uh, is significantly. G. Willie's significantly ranked lower than JJ, even if we absolutely love him. Mm-hmm. So if if we go this route, like what this is where you do Walker, and like I'm not saying he has Walker, but Walker and Garrett Wilson for JJ. Look, you got to overpay. You got to overpay, and and honestly, this is a third to fourth rounder in dynasty to people right now, regardless of what we feel. That's his market value. You know, and sometimes he goes in the, well, maybe he's more third. We'll say he's more third. He goes in the second sometimes, but he's more third round value in Dynasty. Garrett Wilson is a first rounder, but he's at the, the at least past the mid-range point. This guy is arguably number one to a lot of people. You have to overpay. You can't just go from the number one overall player in Dynasty to a lot of people down to like the eight and expect to get like a, a six rounder. To make up that difference, you're getting a third rounder. Well, guess what? Time to overpay. You want you want the number one overall pick. You got to overpay. And if not, go get me a coffee. Is what you tell them. 
Go Not get me a okay. go get me a coffee. Um, so another example would be let's let's go a little lower than Garrett Wilson. Let's go find an Alave. You know, Alave gives you a whole see here's here's what people don't I think do when they trade. Let, this is what I tell everybody to do when they trade. When you trade, when you're trading one player for two, and I'm gonna do a video on this, the psychology behind it and all that, but when you're trading JJ away, one player and you want two players, okay? Draw two lines. Draw two lines. Do it on a piece of paper if you have to. Draw two lines, and you're going to write the player in here. If you write Garrett Wilson, then you know that you've got less value that you could get back on this line. If you draw in uh, Alave, all of a sudden, this player in this dotted line gets to be a whole lot better because Alave's significantly lower than Garrett Wilson in perceived value. So now, Alave and Walker, you can easily get. Whereas Garrett Wilson and Walker would have been tougher. Now you got a second rounder and a third rounder for the number one overall pick. If you can't get that, you shouldn't be trading them. You know? And and even without Charbonnet's a risk. But Alave and potentially a Watson, let's say you needed two wide receivers. You need an RB though, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Is that what your main yeah. goal is to get an RB? So if we throw... yeah. Keep in mind, you can do it this way, too. People are so focused on that. You could do it this way. Name an RB you like. You like Pacheco. You like Swift. You like... Um, who do you like? Oh, I like Swift. Okay, this so let's cool. put Swift in here. So Swift is your main anchor of this trade. But guess what? He's lightweight. And then the solid line, the heavier player, is actually this player. So everybody always thinks about they got to go after the big player in the in the trade. Why don't you go out? Why don't you start off with the light player and he's an RB and you like him? So Swift, guess what? JJ for Swift, you can't even get a sit down for this conversation for JJ for Swift. So this gets to be heavy as hell right here. Now you can go in and ask for a Garrett Wilson. <laughs> now you can go in and ask for a player and your target is Swift. Your target's Swift, but you're getting their best player in the trade isn't even going to be Swift. Like you could go, you could go, let's say you have no quarterback. You could go Fields and Swift, you know, for, for JJ if you wanted. And that's not even good value. You'd probably have to get way more than that because Fields in a, you know, but whatever. If it's a 1QB, if it's a 2QB, then obviously you couldn't even do that at all. Fields is over valued over JJ. But that's my, my point is you could literally go, let's say you were to go, okay, Alave here. Well, now you really might still need more. You might have to draw a third line here and say, I'm also going to get, let's say, Kincaid. And then now all of a sudden you have a, yourself a situation where you're like, okay, here's one player. Here's a guy I think that can fight to be as good. Uh, Swift, you got Kincaid. Now you have a you have a, you have have a situation where you got to contemplate this. But don't be afraid to throw the weaker part in first and then go after the teams that have Swift. Go after the team, the team that has Swift. Go after the team that has Pacheco. Whoever your RB is, you're targeting, and see what wide receiver can balance the scale out. You know, because JJ is going to be heavy on that scale, bro. You can't just walk in. That trade you had earlier was JJ on this side. As soon as you threw Pickens in, the scale slammed down onto this side, and and Pickens and JJ just were so much more valuable than what you had in that bucket of you know three guys. And he's trying to disguise Pickens like he's just a throw in, and he's not. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I can survive with Montgomery and Brian Robinson because I have strong wide receivers. All right, bro. Uh, hang tight real quickly. We're going to go over to uh, Scared Scott, who's got five minutes. Scared Scott, you know the you know the rules. 
You're the only one on Thank here. You. Even Denny gets more time than you now. You get five minutes of show, period. Oh, Scared Scott, go. Here's here's where I am. I got a question here for you. I got a great team going. Um, you let me be the judge of that. And my receivers are Cup, Wilson, Watson, Kirk, uh, and it's a one running back, two receiver, two flex league, and uh, I've got uh, Walker and Dobbins as my running backs, Perrine to back up, Burroughs the quarterback. Uh, Oconquo and Komet as uh, as as my tight ends, but I I had Walker and I was about to draft Charbonnet and the guy before me sniped me. That's where I took Perrine. Now on the way back, that guy had McCaffrey, so I grabbed Mitchell for a little game gamesmanship. Took my backup. I took his, and his is way worse if his goes down. Do I make the trick? Should I offer Mitchell for Charbonnet? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, could, so. could could Mitchell start 10 games and McCaffrey go down early? I mean, anything can happen, but McCaffrey's a starter. You said you had Walker, right? So I have Walker, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but the thing is, will he even do that? I mean, the difference in AD, they, they have I, different I, ADPs. Oh, you would think he would because he's, his only running back is he's got McCaffrey, Montgomery, and then Charbonnet and Dillon. I would think he'd want to protect McCaffrey, but well, his thinking might be though that he only has one RB, and he's like, I assume McCaffrey's staying healthy all year, or I'm losing, so I'm going to bank on him staying healthy, and I'm hoping that I get a second running back out of this. That could be his thinking, you know, <laughs> protecting one running back slot but, versus having McCaffrey and maybe another running back. But their ADP is a little off. Let me let me go check and see how far apart they are. On Underdog Fantasy, Charbonnet's got a hundred overall ADP, and uh, Elijah Mitchell has a one twenty four. So you're talking about a two round difference between the two. So I don't. I, my guess yeah. is he's going to tell you no. Okay. But but I mean I will um, definitely try. Second on this, as I've drafted down, I've added Bigsby and Chase Brown to the running back slots. Uh, it my picks up here at nine, and there's a shot that Spears is still there. Should should I grab this? I've only got two more picks before I have to take my last in the kicker, but I'm not a do Spears. I take the speed, or do I go for too late, like Reed and Tank I at receivers? Tank. I take Tank Dell over him all day long, bro. Take Dell over him all day long. Well, Spear, Spears has got, got one tank, ACL. I'm, I'm going to take Tank. I, I think he'll be there in two rounds. So I, I think I can uh, swing either like Spears or Reed, Jalen Reed, even though I have Christian Watson uh, in, that, in, in this third to last pick. All right. Yeah. And still get time. I, I, I don't like I don't like Spears. He's one ACL. Unless he comes with a warranty. No no way I'm on well, that train. I, something that I was missing that I that I had in my head somewhere why I didn't want to take him. And that was it. I just kept thinking if he goes down, Jesus, it's a wrong first offense. I mean, may, may, look, you, you know, he's been doing okay without it, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, that's there are other running backs around his territory, Chase Brown. 
you know, he he's he's one you know I've piece of news away. Rashad uh, Roshan Johnson. Um, he's gone. A, a little bit later, this is really like gone several rounds. Yeah, really dropped. Uh, Deuce Vaughn's kind of appealing, but you know you don't know that you're going to get a ton from him. You could go Jordan Mason and have both the the backups to Christian McCaffrey. Maybe that gets you a better chance of making the trade. I don't know, but but I don't I don't know that Spears feels like a guy that like even if Henry went down, what's he going to do? You know, is he really going to be? Is Spears really going to be that guy? I don't think so. Right, that's just my take. But you know, a lot of Foreman people came in. A lot of people like him. Tank Bigsby's gone. I have to feel like good as Foreman, right? I don't know. All right, Scott, you got twelve seconds. Final thoughts. Your time's ticking away here. It's ticking. Uh, I don't really have uh, outside of uh, Okonkwo. It's going to be the third tight end off the board next year. Call terminated. Appreciate you, Scott. Okay. Uh, Grant, are you still here? Russian Collusion, are you still here? Just Sherman, are you still here? Let me get to these. I'm sorry. It took me a while to get to your super chats. Um, These slipped through under my nose. Grant says, not bold enough to be on the board, but... I want to get this into the chat. I say Aaron Jones finishes high, uh, finishes higher than Gibbs this year in fantasy. I mean, that's not crazy. Um, but I, I do, I do, you know, I do have Gibbs, you know, a lot higher. But that's not crazy to to say that. I mean, he obviously he he's performed at a top five value before, so it's it's not crazy but good good one. I don't even know if that would win the the competition. So like you'd have to be a little bit bolder. I I would say finishes over Gibbs and he ranks number 2 or like if you said something like that that could win if it landed. Russian collusion. Appreciate you Grant. Grant, are you still here? Where's my boy Grant at? Grant. Russian collusion. Smitty, w- would you do JJ for AJ Brown and Walker? I mean, we were just talking about that ironically. So that's a that's a great question. I believe I would consider it depending on um, depending on uh, what what your your team looks like. Do you have Charbonnet? Do you have a chance of getting Charbonnet? I I, I feel like it. That's a close call, bro. It's a really really close call. I lean I lean I lean no in dynasty. Well, I don't know. It depends on Charbonnet and your running back stable, to be honest with you. Uh, You're live on the Fantasy fantasy Football Show. Who's this? What's up, Miyagi? What are you doing, pal? What's up, man? Wax on, wax off. You already know how it goes. Yeah. Wax on, wax off, but we don't know no more. Paint the fence, Miyagi. What's up? (laughs) Hey, I just got a quick question for you, Smitty. Yeah. I was wondering, what's better? Brees and Najee and London and Ridley or Amon Ra and Garrett Wilson and Kenneth and Madison? All right, hold on one second. Let me get these super chats off the board. Uh, is is Garrett, is is Grant still here? Did Grant see my answer? Grant, yeah, he's still here. Thank you, Grant. Grant, appreciate your super chat. Sorry about the delay. Russian collusion. Is Russian here? Hopefully Russian heard my response. I think he's here. And then we have Just Sherman. Just Sherman, you're still here, right? I got your super chat queued up next. I'm going to you next. Hit me real quickly, Mr. Miyagi, with those combos one more time. We got Brees, Najee, 
London, Ridley, or Amon Ra, Wilson, Kenneth, Madison. And you can let the chat know, too, or if Ron's on the phone, ask him what he thinks. No, there's no one on the phone. Madison. Madison. Uh... Hall, Najee, London, Relief, Amon, Wilson, Walker, Madison. 12-team PPR. Bunch of sharks, Smitty. Bro, that's a tough one. Hall, I know, Najee, right? Wilson, Wilson, Walker. The chat can vote. The chat can vote right now. So let's let's do let's do some some elimination, okay? And we All say, right. We say let's take out. Um, this is hard because the values are so different. Let's look at it like this. This is a second rounder to third. This is dynasty. Uh, redraft. Oh, redraft. Okay, so third rounder, three to four round pick. We'll call we'll call Najee a fourth rounder because he's going there. London will say three to four. Ridley's going in the three. Uh, Amon's a one. Wilson's a one. Walker's a four to five, but I think he's better. Madison's a five to seven, five to six. So this is the crazy part. Like, is this a trade or is this your draft approach that you're working well, on? Well, I've, I've been mocking and I've been able to get those two options. Yeah, so here's what I'm going to tell you. This is the better side. This Amon, Wilson, Walker, Madison. But can you change out Madison for another player? Uh, well, these are just like mock drafts I've been doing I know. on the side. So what players are you seeing? Because uh, like if, we... if you could get like a Watson, then it's a smash for me. Like it's already the Amon, Wilson side. I mean, you think about it. Look, look what I just mocked up. Hall's a round three guy, which could play a lot, a lot more. Najee's a round four guy who could play a lot higher than that. London's a three, four guy could play a lot higher. Ridley's a three guy who could play a lot higher. So regardless of the the, the ADPs, these guys could all over deliver, but their ADPs, none of them are screaming even the second round, bro. Except for Hall. Hall's kind of two to three, but um, Amon Ra round one, you know, uh, Wilson round one, Walker. As good as any of these guys, bro. So, I, I just think, I don't love Matt. I like Madison there. I just don't love him there. So, it's almost like a trick question to me because I feel like I'm not, you know, I'm not even given a chance to swap Madison out. So, tell me a guy you're seeing in your mocks on your platform that you, that you like. And then we'll look at it. And... Instead of Madison, I mean, yeah. honestly, I would like the, maybe Pacheco maybe. That's, but that's too early in round four. Then, I mean, the running backs go pretty early in my league, Schmitty. Can't you go? Can't you go Fields or Burrow? Oh yeah. I mean, bro, bro, if you went, let's say, even Fields here, Burrow especially, but if you went Fields here, I mean, this, this Amon Raw Walker Wilson side crushes, you know, or Burrow especially. If Burrow fell to four, which he does a lot of the time. So th this, okay. would, this would crush, bro. Yeah, I like and, that. And, and, then, like and, then that get, and then get Pacheco the next round. You know, or you can ma maybe even get him later. But if you Pacheco has been falling, bro. You could get Pacheco in round six, probably. But you get Pacheco with that. Get Burrow and Pacheco. Don't get Madison. Get Burrow and Pacheco. 
Madison's too early in round four. Madison's like a late round five, six guy. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Smitty. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Miyagi-san. Hey, I, I just Miyagi. wanted to say, Smitty, hey, just uh, started watching you, just became a member. You know, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate what you do. You're doing God's work, man. Miyagi-san, go paint the fence. Go 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 wax, go wax my cars, Miyagi. <laughs> All right, later, pal. <laughs> later, bro. Oh, yeah, he, 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 I mean, I thought this was maybe a trade, but then I started to feel this is probably what he's mocking up. These are two different scenarios I'm mocking up. You can't put Madison in round four. That's too high. That's way too high. Burrow's there in round four. Watson's there in round four. London's there in round four. Um, yeah, de definitely, definitely an easy call at the end of the day when you, when you map it out. Sometimes you got to write it out, you know, and see, and see what you really are working with. That's why I do this. I don't just say it in my head half the time because it can it can definitely be something that when you when you when you write it out you see oh my god, you know look what we're doing we're doing here we're getting two first rounders what are we doing here what are we doing here? Josh Downs, Tank Dell, or Charlie Jones? Tank Dell by a mile D class. It's not even close, but I like Charlie Jones and Josh Downs. They're going a lot later though. Tank Dell, you want to take a little higher, but Tank Dell is the guy. Um, but you can get all three of them. It shouldn't even be a problem unless this is your last pick. But five drops in 2021 says says uh, TM. Is that TMT? TMT, are you? Is that you? I always forget your name. I, I always forget who's who when I get over to YouTube. When I get over to uh, Underdog, you guys have different names everywhere. All right, Mr. Miyagi, son, appreciate you. I think. Oh, oh, Just Sherman. Just Sherman, you here? You can even call up if you want, bro. Just got Walker in the sixth round on underdog at pick 67, which is phenomenal. Uh, 67, that's crazy. That is crazy. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. If you want to draft Kenneth Walker at 67, hit that link in the live chat right now. The link's in the description of every video if you're watching a replay. That link inserts promo code Smitty for you, or you can insert it if you're on the app. And if it's your first deposit, and you have never been on the platform before and you use my link or my promo code, they'll match up to $100 on your first deposit on Underdog Fantasy using promo code SMITTY using specifically the link that we got there. Okay, so go check the link out. Do it live. And let's draft on Underdog Fantasy tomorrow night together. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is a draft marathon every single week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Um, just seeing that now, says D-Class. Madison box adjusted efficiency rating was garbage, says Jeremy. And that's not even like, even if you liked him, you, you got to take him where he's going. You know what I mean? You can't, uh, you can't reach on him. Uh, thank you, Lee, for calling in earlier. I think I got all these super chats out of the way, I believe. Brandon, did I get to Brandon's? Did I get to Brandon's from trades I've made currently? I have two second round. Yeah, I did. Thank you, Brandon, for that. Uh, Deckard, I got the Deckard. Uh, 10 team league need a trade. Trade advice, Christian Watson and Judy for Kelsey and Elijah Moore. I think I got that one. Yeah, I did that one. Thank you, uh, Joseph, for that one. Bryson, appreciate you. Uh, Just Sherman. R Russian collusion, I th hope he's still here. 
Terry Roberts, thank you for yours. Anthony, thank you for the, your super chat. Thank you for uh, Terry for dropping uh, the Duble. Overcome, appreciate you. Sick Nasty, Wild Bill in the building. Bryson, Overcome, Bryson, uh, jo Joseph, Deckard, and Brandon. Appreciate you all dropping those super chats. If anybody else has another one, just drop it and I'll move you straight to the front of the line. Um, all right. Wilson. Wilson, I hope... In the early second round, that'd be smash, bro. Wilson falls in some drafts and other drafts he doesn't. Deontay Johnson actually had 11 drop passes. Deontay, Pickens over Deontay all day long. It's it's an easy call. You've just been Smitty approved. Not, not that comment. My comment got Smitty approved. <laughs> Pickens over Deontay. I Smitty approved. You've just been... <laughs> I totally Smitty approved that. Uh, guys got, guys got uh, uh, block hands, but look, there's a, there's a value. Like if you take him in the right territory, I'm okay with you drafting Deontay. You got to draft him in the right spot, though. You got to draft Deontay in the right spot, and then he's okay. Ten days and Smitty hits Vegas. That's right, Terry. Appreciate you guys. You guys can all watch me in Vegas. You can all drop uh, drop a like, drop a comment, drop a super chat. Get in here, dial in. Um, there'll be the open seat at, in Vegas where you can literally sit down and grab a mic and, and do it live. So appreciate you all, uh, joining and in, tuning into that show. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. I don't know that we'll do that the whole time, but we'll, we'll open up the seat to some people because, uh, some people will be shy to go on camera and, and be live, but some people won't. So we'll have to kind of play it by ear. How, how many people want to do that? Russian collusion, my man, uh, still here. My super chat was related to the callers trade. Uh, yeah, so that's a good debate. I'd love to know what the chat would think. What the chat thinks? Would you trade JJ in a dynasty PPR for AJ Brown and Walker? I AJ Brown, Walker, and Pierce. Yeah, if it was Pierce as well, then I would definitely do it. But would I do a two for one? Would I take Kenneth Walker and AJ Brown for JJ? It depends on my team, but it would, I'd be very tempted if that would help my team out a ton. Uh, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show, Ogrefer, but hold on one second. Anthony just dropped a $10 holler. To the moon. Anthony to the moon. Anthony's super chat is as follows. Future video request with a $200 budget. What is your realistic ideal Superflex roster? Dying for some auction content. I'll try and cook up something for you, Anthony. Or Andy, appreciate you. Um, I could tell you off the top of my head, too. I would say, like, I'm probably going after those those value running backs, like, Kenneth Walker, um, I'm going after um, Kenneth Walker, Swift, Charbonnet, and and Gibbs. I think Gibbs would still be a decent value. You just don't want to call him out early, Anthony. Or, or I'm sorry, what was it? who was it? It's not Anthony. It was uh, Andy. Uh, you don't want to call out the player you want. You want people to spend a lot of money and let your player get called out by somebody else. You never want to call out your own player impatiently. Let the player get called out. People are spending money left and right, and they start getting a little more cautious as you get into the draft. So give me Walker and Gibbs, and then give me as many Garrett Wilson, Alave, Watson, London wide receivers as I can get, and then I'm going after Fields or T-Law. That's kind of how I'd structure my team, and I'd build it all around uh, going with those running backs, not with CMC, not, you know, I'd try and get Bijan, but I certainly would not, you know, pay 
$80 out of 200 and then not be able to get Gibbs at 40 you know, or 55 or whatever to get Walker at 38 or 45 or whatever the, the price might be. Alec Pierce, deep threat with Anthony Richardson, um, rocket launcher. Maybe, yeah, uh, Downs is a, is in Pittman and, 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 and Alec Pierce, we're going to have to see who steps up to be the number one. I think Pittman's probably got a better shot than Pierce to be the number one, but this doesn't mean he can't be a downfield guy and stretch the field and have a good season. I think Downs eventually takes it, but Pierce will have the edge being that uh, Downs is a rookie and, you know, it's not like he's got a big jump on the season or anything. Uh, go ahead, Okafer, you're live. Sorry, Smitty. Enough is enough. My enough is enough on the Deontay Johnson hate. All right, I'm running. I'm I'm, I'm running into the into the into the front car of of the of the George Pickens bandwagon, and I'm, I'm pouring fire on the calls of that trade. All right, I'm I'm breaking that thing to a screeching halt. Maybe I don't have to bring down Pickens, but uh, I'm tired of the Deontay Johnson respect. All right. Well, you know, I... people saying yeah, Stonehenge. I, I, I understand. I remember when that was the case, right? It was like a, two years ago. All right, man, just stayed in his resume. Okay, man, I, I don't remember how he drops exactly yet. I do remember there were a lot of ugly drops. Receivers drop balls from time to time, okay? But Deontay Justin has a, a higher catch rate. Just, just, I'm not, I'm not even going to talk about 2021. Hold, hold, on, hold, like five hold on. Okafer, hold on. We got a $20 hauler. Hold on. Alert. Super chat alert. Alert. Super chat alert. Uh, Go ahead. Terry Roberts dropping a $20 moonshot. I appreciate you, Terry. Uh, Go ahead, Okafer. Keep spitting your, your Deontay Johnson story out. Uh, cute story, by the way. But keep going. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. So he's got a higher catch rate. This is last, like I said last season. I'm not going to talk about 2021, where the I, man had five drops. And I don't want right. to. I don't want to hear about any other season because Ben Roethlisberger is not there. Um, you know, like I, I, I don't want to hear about like you know laser locking targets and Trubisky's not there. To, well, he's there, but he's not the quarterback feeding him, spoon feeding him when Trubisky comes in. It's Deontay Johnson time. When Pickett's in there, it's Pickens time. We have we have proven we have proven track record of that, and 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 so I know that some people are going to say it's going to flip again, and I'm fine with that. I'm not going to call you crazy. I'm not going to make you take a lap. If you like Deontay over Pickens, I, I think it's crazy when I always say this. You know, and sometimes I do take a hardline stance, and I need I need to be re- reminded from time to time. But then again, it's my show, and I can take a hardline stance on whatever I want, whenever I want. That's the whole point of having a show. But in general, I think it's funny when someone says, "Oh my God, pick uh, Deontay over Pickens all day." Are you crazy? When I can't even really say that about Deontay over Pickens, I strongly feel that way. But I mean, if you told me, Smitty, I'll bet you. Uh, $500 right now that, Deont- that, that Deontay outscores Pickens. I honestly think any anything could happen. Like, Deontay's got talent. He just continues to... Lately, he's disappointed. And I don't, I don't think that's going to change moving forward given the dynamic and the rapport between Pickett and Pickens. And that, that Deontay was a... He, he needed to be overfed. He needed tons of targets... And he converted once he had tons of targets. And I think 
He probably could, but the man had no touchdowns last year, bro. He had no touchdowns last year, and you can call that an anomaly, or you can say that there's a reason behind that, and the reason behind that's a very logical one because he's that kind of receiver. He's a little disappointing. He's not He's not the kind of guy I expect to go from zero to 10 touchdowns. Pickens can get you 10-plus touchdowns. Pickens has a chip on his shoulder. He has unbelievable hands. Pickens will be on ESPN's highlight reel at least two times. At least two weeks, he'll have a top three. Two weeks out of the season, he'll have a top three you know, play of the day catch. Pickens is a monster. It's not even close in my mind, but I understand it. I, I, I'm not going to make you take a lap over, but it's not close. In my mind, it's not close. I mean, Pickens, I'll say probably he has better hands. I I, I don't know what his, what his catch rate or drop rate is. I, don't, I, I, did, I do remember seeing one clip of a pretty bad drop, but that's just one clip. I, I'm not going to not gonna hold that against him. But man has does make ridiculous catches. Now, the problem, I mean, the reason why Deontay Johnson gets so many targets is because the man creates separation which in the NFL is, you know, the general way that you uh, earn targets right? and, and rack up some points. Deontay Johnson, to me, from what I see, he looks like a more like a jump ball receiver than like a, a, a separator. You know, like he'll get his contested catches over people. He'll do that, but you can't just keep chunking up balls. If you want to be a, a 50-50 ball receiver, I don't, I don't know how – successful he can or or consistent he could be with that kind of lifestyle which is why i'm a bit hasty on well not a bit hasty i'm, I'm pretty damn hasty on thinking he has prototypical size he has what do you run like a four four or something like that four forty so he has the body he has speed but i don't know how well he can separate how much better he can separate than john like he might just be a, a slightly better version of Devontae Parker. And Devontae Parker lately uh, has not been too successful in the league. But anywho, as far as the – I, I wasn't here to really tear down tickets. I just want uh, to maybe, maybe pour a little bit of cold water on him. But Deontay Johnson had a higher catch rate than, than Jahan Johnson last season, than Jamar Chase last season. Then uh, let's not bring up Christian Jackson because uh, – Alan, like, hold, hold on a second. No, Nolan says Allen Robinson over Pickens, bro. Come on. Come on, bro. That can't be for real. That can't be for real. Uh, thank you again, Terry. Appreciate you. Well, hey, to each his own. Go, go get Deontay, kind sir. Go Here's get him. It. I'm not saying I don't like Deontay at at his ADP. You know, I'm I'm not saying that, but if if we're gonna start talking about what wide receiver is likely gonna outscore the other, I, I think it's gonna be Pickens. Anything could happen. Now, would I put money on it? No, because I don't necessarily trust Pickett as much as others do. I I think Pickett I think Pickett could become what I hope he could become, which is not gonna be a top ten quarterback. It's gonna be a very efficient um golf, you know, previous year's golf. I think golf's gonna blow up this year in a way that like doesn't it's unrecognizable and it's not really him it's him plus the offense in the in the scheme and the players and but but I think like you know previous golf it could could pick and be that good yeah that's good enough that's good enough uh but yeah 
I'm, I'm definitely not, definitely not all in on, on, uh, <laughs> like, like if there's a guy that I'd say Alan is kind of similar, <laughs> Come on, I'd bro. say, not huh? you. No, I'm just laughing at yeah. Nolan. Nolan, Nolan no. Alan Robinson over Pickens. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. That's the kind of bet that Nolan. That's kind of bet Nolan would come back and say, "What he got hurt, so it doesn't count." (laughs) Like, come on, Nolan. Yeah, Pickens. I feel like Pickens and Burks are kind of similar-ish receivers, but the difference is uh, Burks is the only target right now. I mean, he's just gonna get force fit. Nolan says, "Bet Robinson will outdo Pickens." Sure, yes, I bet it, Nolan. If you want to make a bet, I will. I will take that. I don't. I don't bet everybody because everybody's gonna run at me all day long and try and bet me on everything I say. But this one, like, bro, this this is an exception. <laughs> if you want you you want to bet on this, Nolan, we can go ahead. <laughs> I'll go ahead and make an exception for you. Hang tight, Elkafer. Uh, you're live on the fan. Oh, he, he, yeah, you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Anthony, what's up, Anthony? Uh, hang tight, hey, Ogilfer. I'll, I'll come back to you, Ogilfer. What's up, Anthony? Okay. Uh, Anthony, what can hey, I do uh, for you? So, yeah, so I, I, I've been doing these mock drafts, and I'm having a little trouble getting stuck. Like, after, you know, Bijan's gone, Chase is gone, like all the studs that, that I want are gone. And, like, I'm not sure who to pick in that 7 to 10 range in a 10-league um one point PPR. Uh, Nolan, you're, you're saying you wanted to bet. What's the bet? I think Nolan's gonna vanish from the from the bet conversation. He's gonna act like it didn't happen. He's gonna act like he didn't say that. Maybe I already stepped out of bounds for a second. I'm sorry. Uh, let me put these super chats right here. So number seven overall is Bijan gone? I, he normally isn't. He normally is there about six, seven, eight. Anthony. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were still. I thought you were talking. Is B, is Bijan gone at that pick? When you're, is that what you're talking about? Bijan being gone. Yeah, normally. Yeah, normally he's gone. Okay, so if Bijan's there, you take him. Um, Garrett Wilson, smash. I, I, like I know. So it's would her, you take I, Wilson or Amon? I mean, I like both of them. I love both of them. I take Garrett Wilson or Amon Raw St. Brown. I don't mind if someone takes Diggs. I'm not calling them a, a you know a lap a lap chaser or anything. Take a lap. You, you're not gonna take a lap. I won't make I won't make you take a lap if you take Diggs at eight over Amon Raw or Garrett Wilson. I'm just gonna take Garrett Wilson or Amon Raw. But I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sorry, you picked seven or eight. Uh, I was pick nine. Oh, pick in nine. This last, last, last. Pick, so you're you're asking me in general, like in that territory, or uh, you you aren't talking about a specific pick. You're just saying anywhere there. No, so like yeah. So let me paint a better picture for you. So typically, I'm seeing. I mean, sometimes people fall and stuff, but most of the time, I'm seeing Kelsey Hill, uh, Taylor, and Barkley. Well, I love Kelsey there. And then I like Kelsey there. Kelsey, okay. Yeah, so, so if you're drafting one, one six to one eight, if Kelsey's there, I'm fine with that. I nor I normally do like to go later tight end, but I think that this is a good. This just feels like a good year, and it, it might be the last year that you would do it. But if you took Kelsey, like Kelsey Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra, Kelsey feels the safest, and then 
You, the, the reason Kelsey is a good pick there this year is because the running back pool is so deep and the wide receiver breakouts are so plentiful that it just makes a lot of sense, you know. You, you Like, you can get a Walker and a Gibbs and a Watson and a London and a Dotson and have Kelsey, you know, and still have a, a field somehow. Like, you could, you could crush it. You could crush it with Kelsey at six. Previous years, you, you know, it seems like you draft Kelsey at six, you're chasing running back and wide receiver the entire draft. You're trying to catch up the entire draft. This year, when I mock draft with Kelsey in round, round one, I don't feel like I'm chasing the positions at all. So, that's why I say easy call Kelsey. But I would say Bijan... Kelsey, Garrett Wilson would be my order. Okay. So the, my last mock draft, I took um, I took Derrick Henry. And I, I think I might have made up for it in the later rounds. But like I said, again, like I, I was just, I felt stuck. You know, I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't sure who to take. You want me to give you my team if you have a minute? Uh, just read it. I probably won't write it down, but just read it off. All right. So I got uh, Fields, Henry, Gibbs, Amon. Olave, Pitts, and Pacheco. Uh huh. That's good. That's good, bro. I like so you it. would take uh, Kelsey over Henry if you were like eight, nine. I don't take Henry in round. I take Henry in round three, bro. Okay. Yeah, Henry. I mean, depending on where you're drafting, Henry's got a third round ADP. You better not take him at one. If you take him at one, you're you're drafting on a platform that's suggesting it and it's not updated. Because his his his, <laughs> his redraft ADP is round three. Okay, yeah, I'm uh I'm just doing like the ESPN. Yeah, well, uh, that's, uh, that explains it. That explains it. It's like it's like last year's ADP data or something, bro. It's like do not take Henry. Yeah. I, I I'm thinking about moving all my drafts over to ESPN and then and then telling people, well, you know what, we're gonna go back over to the other platform, <laughs> just to take advantage of that. I mean, it's crazy, bro. Alave is going in round three or four. Like that's not where he, that's not where he's going. He's going around two. Alave's got round two value. Now the the flip side, Kenneth Walker's got four or five value. I bet you on ESPN he's going around two. You know, so it, it could be a pro and a con. ESPN could screw you on a Kenneth Walker value, which is in round four, bro. Walker's in he's embedded in the middle to late or the middle to late round four or sometimes five point one to five point five. Kenneth Walker is going in the fifth round. You know, but if you draft on yeah. ESPN, you're unfortunately a victim to their ADP suggested rank, and you won't see that in an ESPN draft. You won't see a you'll see a Lave around three or four though. <laughs> you know, so. so something else that I've been seeing like in those late in that late round, not all the time, but sometimes the uh, cup falls to like seven or eight. Would yeah, you take I, him there? Did I don't. I don't mind him there. I don't like him four. I don't like him three or four because, like, I, I, for all the reasons that I say, you got Stafford, questionable situation. He, he's not fully healthy from his injury yet. They're still rehabbing him. Like, he's still working back. He's, like, he's getting stronger every day and everything, but he's not, like, 100% right now. He might be very close. They, he might come out in a week and go, I'm good to go. Like, that, but but a, half a month ago, there was a report saying he's wanting to do more. He's waiting on you know, the, the, the decision makers medically to tell him you can go harder. So like that, that's all not, you know, great, but he's got a lot of time, but I'm just saying, it's not like he's sitting there twiddling his thumbs going, I'm back, baby. I'm a hundred percent. Like, let's go. And you're like, all right, you know, now I'm going to go back to the, he's, you know, scoring more points per game than any other wide receiver type of thinking, but he's had 2000 yard seasons. That's all I'm saying. Number four overall, 
I'm not taking him four overall. But would I take him seven or eight? That's a totally that's double the the value downward. You know, taking him at four and yeah. taking him at eight is literally double. You know the 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 amount of draft picks down. It's like it's not it's not that's not that's a significant amount that makes a big difference. True. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um, that isn't the Anthony in the chat, so I may, I titled him Other Anthony. Uh, is that okay, Anthony? I'm calling you Other Anthony. <laughs> That's all good. Or all you right. can just call me Tony. All right, oh, Tony. Let's do Tony. Hold on, let me let me rename you here. We'll put Tony. Tony. All right, Tony. Appreciate you calling in, pal. Appreciate, it, man. Later. All right, uh, Okafer. Final thoughts. I'm gonna roll everybody off the line here. Final thoughts, Okafer. Final thoughts. Okay. Okay. Deontay has a higher catch rate than Stephon Diggs, than, than, than Jalen Waddle, than Crystal Lave. Then, 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 I keep going down the list. So if I ever hear anybody say anything about Deontay Justin having stone hands, Smitty, you better throw all your boys in that bag as well. Like, that's all I'm saying. All, right. all I want is just, just remove, remove hey, the, hey, the, Okafor, the, the, the. Okafor, Deontay Johnson has stone hands. Like, Give me a coffee. Later. You've just been Smitty disapproved. All right, guys. I think I'm out of here. I, oh, I got a couple of super chats here. Uh, super chats here. Russian collusion says Smitty uh, just started a weekly fantasy football draft, which you can start on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Just get on over to Underdog Fantasy. The link is in the description of every video. The link is in the live chat pinned. Uh, use promo code Smitty, and they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. And get on over and start drafting. So Russian Collusion uh, said that he's drafting in a weeklies right now. Is there another super chat here? I think there's another one from Terry. $2 holler. Terry, thank you for that super chat. And uh, I got Russians right here. In a weekly, I have not tried this before. I have the ninth pick and I took Diggs, then Allen. And the third round pick, Burrow, was uh, staring me at the in, the in the face here. And I did in the fourth. Uh, I grabbed Harris. Am I crazy? No. I don't mind that. I don't mind going double quarterback at all. I also don't mind Diggs at you know nine. It's, I, I I personally take Garrett Wilson or I personally take St. Brown, but I don't mind that. Especially if you're going to do in a best ball of the Buffalo stack and you get Kincaid later, get Kincaid as well. Then I'm 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 tempted to go Diggs and Allen together like that. It's a fun, attractive stack, and honestly, I will have and I don't yet, but I will have a Diggs. And Josh Allen and Kincaid stack. I'm, I'm admitting that right now. I will draft that. I'm not against drafting digs. It's all about, you know, what do I do? If push comes to shove and I've got one draft. I'm taking St. Brown and Garrett Wilson. But will I have a couple variations of a couple different strategies that I do want to deploy this year? One is the Buffalo Bill strategy. One is the all KC strategy and the, the Bengal strategy. I mean, we're constantly working up these high octane offenses. Smitty just start. Oh, uh, appreciate that. Collusion. I Smitty approved that approach. Uh, sick nasty. Every time I try calling in, I get right to voicemail. Uh, was I blocked for some reason? Mars man card not working. Try calling in right now, sick nasty. I don't know why you're not getting through. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Try calling in again. I don't know what's going on. Sick nasty. Try right now. When are we drafting for the Moon Man, Mars man? Uh, nothing's changed. It's going to be mid-August for both of them. Appreciate you, Terry. Reach on Waller, 140 ADP on Yahoo, and one of my buddies is in the league, is a huge Giants fan. Should I tell him he better reach? 
Um, I like Waller a lot, so I'm okay reaching a little bit. 140 ADP on Yahoo, that doesn't sound right. I feel like he's got a higher ADP than that on Underdog, doesn't he? Let's go over to, to Waller and take a look. That's crazy. On, on Underdog, he's got an 80 overall ADP. Yeah, that's what 140. What are we talking about, Overcome? Take a lap, Yahoo. Has Yahoo updated their rankings in the past five years? What's going on? 140. That's like before he broke out. That was like when he was, uh, you know, older tight end and never done it yet. And your boy said he's going to be a top five tight end in 2020. Or in uh, what was this breakout year? 2020, 2018, 2020. What was it? 20, I forget. But uh, that was my breakout tight end the year he broke out. And uh, it seems like they've got their ADP rankings from before that time. 140. I mean, take a lap, Yahoo, on that one. 140. God, I swear these ADPs are awful. I'm out of time. Uh, am I out of time now? Uh, you can call in real quick, Rockout. And sick nasty. I'm still waiting. I don't see a phone. I don't see a phone call from you. And I, I see your number plugged in here, sick nasty. I'm looking at your line. You're not. You're not blocked. You're not. Everything's good. You're good. I'm just waiting for you to dial. I'm just waiting for you to dial, pal. I'm looking at the phone line right now, Sick Nasty. I do not see it. Phone line's right here, Sick Nasty. Dial into the phone. I don't know if you're dialing the right number, but you're, you're, on, the, you're on the line. Yahoo is a joke, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, it can it can definitely help you crush it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm leaving a voicemail right now as I text this. Um... Well, there's no voicemails to be left. If I hope you're not doing it on the text line. Like, dial into this phone number right now. I'm looking at the phone line. I don't see you calling in. Sick nasty. I'm looking at it right now, pal. Dial. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. I have a feeling Sick Nasty's calling the wrong line. Sick Nasty, this is the line right here, pal. I think you're dialing the wrong number. This is the studio line for the for the live show. It's different than the text line, my guy. Sick Nasty. I'm just kidding. All right, uh, I'm out of here. Unless Sick Nasty dials in the right number, he's dialing the wrong number. I just got a, a message. You left a voicemail, I think, on the on the other line. I I, I don't check the voicemails on that number as unrelated to any. <laughs> you got the wrong. It's right on the screen, Sick Nasty. It's right on the screen, pal. It's right on the screen. You got to dial that studio line. Yeah, uh, bro. Waller is a great value on underdog. 80 to 90 overall ADP. And to get him a 140 on Yahoo, smash, bro. Absolute smash. I don't think Sick Nasty is watching. <laughs> I, I I don't ever check this. This phone number is tied to to my uh WhatsApp and, and I don't think you uh <laughs> I think you're leaving a voicemail on the wrong one. Let's see here. I don't know. Hopefully he dials in. 
I'll try calling again. I think you're calling the wrong number. Sick nasty. Give me 30 seconds more, Smitty, says Jack. I'm waiting, Jack. When are you calling in? There's Rockout. Rockout's calling in the, the studio line. Sick nasty. It's on the screen. Hey, what's up, Rockout? What's up? Um, do you got Pierce over JK? Uh, that's a close one. JK and Pierce are very, very even. They both have pros and cons. Don't forget my super, yeah. Eric says. Let me look and see if I missed your super chat, Eric. Let me check. Eric, Eric dropped a super chat. He said, Eric, where's your super chat, bro? Eric, 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 you didn't super chat. Eric, there's no super chat. Don't forget my super chat. I dropped a $5 holler. I'm looking for it, Eric. I don't see it. You must have not went through, bro. And I don't know what Sick Nasty's doing. He's calling the wrong number. He's calling the wrong. He's calling, he's calling it the text line, I think. I don't know what he's doing. This is, a lo this is the longest awaited phone call I've ever had in my life. Sick Nasty, you're about to take a third lap. The number's on screen. This is not the number you're dialing, I don't think. I think you're dialing the text line, bro. All right, rock out. Hit me with your question. I'm about ready to leave. What can I do for you, my guy? Yeah, you basically answered it with uh, pretty close. With what, what What question? Oh, Pearson. Yeah. Uh, uh, JK and uh, Pierce. Yeah, I mean the pros and cons. I mean JK's super injury prone. Pierce is, uh, you know, still got a lot to prove. His offense has got a lot to prove. JK is on an offense that's going to pass more than ever before, and he's injury prone and he's holding out. Uh, Pierce, I just like Pierce better. A little less, a uh, little less uh, concern. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, uh, see. Jonathan, Jonathan, you're live. Uh, what's up, Smitty? Yeah. Hi, brother. Look, man, I just did. A, I just finessed this guy, bro. So I'm back in the draft with the third pick, and I still got the two back-to-back fourths. So I gave up uh, my fifth pick and my seventh, and I got a third, and I got a tenth. And, uh, and I gave up like a 2024 second. But anyways, now I'm back on the clock, bro. So I really – so this is a tight end premium, and Kyle Pitts is still sitting there. So should I go with Kyle Pitts? And then my team would be – so far it would be Fields, um, Brees, Cooper Cup, and Pitts. And then I would go London – and one of those other running backs that I told you, or should I go Eckler's on the board, Barkley's on the board, so Diggs is on the board? Yeah, here's the thing. Barkley's on the board? The Barkley would be nice. Um, yeah, Barkley's still sitting there, bro. That's, that's really nice. I like Barkley, the Barkley, Brees, Fields, and... But the only thing that worries me about Barkley is just the fact that, you know, his whole con... Eh. You know, like, yeah. you know, he is it, running back. It's a risk, but I don't think it's something that will play out because right now he's he's holding out, but he's not because he's not under contract. 
So it's not like he's actually following through with anything right now. He's just not signing his deal yet. But he will. He's gonna. His deal becomes his contract, whether he signs it or not, on the seventeenth. So he'll start getting fined, and I don't think he's gonna go that that route. Plus, I mean, they they sound like they're closer than they they were, and he's also been very vocal about. I don't want to break records. I just want to just want to get a respectable, you know, salary, and I don't want to be the number one running back in the National Football League. You know, salary wise, I'm not trying to break any records. I'm just trying to get a fair salary bump. And I think they're probably closer. It, it'll be fine. But I, I will say, I don't know that you finessed him. You gave up a first rounder. And no, no, no. I didn't give no first. Oh. I didn't give a first. I gave a – it was the second. Okay. So I will still say it depends on who's there in the fifth and seventh round. I mean, if – it still could be a lot of talent there. Like, if one of these is Kincaid, and you could get, like, a Kincaid and a Dotson, that might be better than the third-round pick. But it just depends on who's there. But I will say, you well, know, I mean, like I, Barkley's nice. I mean, like I said, you know, like you know, Barkley, Eckler, Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, that's right. that's some high level, you know, people that I, you know, they're not going to be there in the fifth round, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind, I don't mind uh, it, I don't mind it. Uh, but Barkley's nice. I do think that tight end premium makes, you know tight end a, a focal point here but at the same time there are so many breakout like a conquo is he still going to be there you know when you get back around to your next pick um Kincaid I don't know where he's even going to go bro Kincaid could go super early or he, he could go around six or seven I, it's so tough to know every dynasty league is going to be different but I love Kincaid yeah I, I like Kincaid as well but see I'm a Falcon fan so like Kyle Pitts would be nice you know, like the little Kyle Pitts with with Drake London, I would like that that little stack there. Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, I'm just, I, you know, I'm just biased. I like Barkley and Komet better, and I like I like Kyle Pitts, but I like Barkley and Komet a lot better. I like Barkley and Conquo a lot better. I love Kincaid and Barkley. I don't know if Kincaid will be there in round six, but Kincaid and Barkley crushes going Kyle Pitts here because I think Kincaid is going to be a cheat code. So you think I should go Barkley then? Where well, where is Kincaid ranked right now? On the on the pre rank list. Uh, let's see, he's ranked at. Damn boy, he's all the way down there. He is. <sighs> Jesus Christ! He can't be all the way down there unless the commissioner left it as redraft rankings. No, um, uh, maybe I'll fix him. <clears throat> is he already gone? He is. Okay, so he's he's somewhere between the fifth and sixth. Sixth is where he's at. Yeah, I mean, I, bro, I hate to have you pass on him when you're gonna like miss him. Like he is potentially the next Travis Kelsey, but I don't know. Like I almost would prefer to like. That's what I'm saying. If he felt around five. And you get you know and you get Dotson and seven or something like that. Then it's like a that I love Kincaid and Dotson over Barkley, to be honest. But but I like Barkley here a lot. If you think you could get Kincaid in round six, or no round four, you have a round four pick coming up. Is it four? I have I have two fours. Okay, so you you, you think you'll get him? I have two fours. You think he'll fall? I mean, I I could get. I mean, yeah, I could get Kincaid. Most likely, I mean, I would have to obviously, I mean, I'll be reaching for sure, 
<clears throat> in four. You'll but I was like, okay. I was saying, like, I was, I was kind of wanting to do that, um, that London and Watson back to back, or, um, or a London and, um, and like a Pollard, or like uh, maybe even a Kenneth Walker if he falls there. Um, I thought you said Walker was gone when I. Or even him. a Najee. You said Walker like, was gone. Even a Najee You said Walker was gone when you called last. Walker still. I could have swore I, maybe it's a different caller, but I could have swore I asked you if Walker was there. No, Walker's still yeah, he's still there, bro. I can uh, get him in probably in the fourth if chat, he falls. Chat, didn't I ask him if Walker was there and you said Walker was gone? I said I said because I was I was trying to map out a strategy for you. I'm almost positive I oh. I'm almost positive as you that I asked is Walker there and you said no, which is fine. No big deal. I'm just saying like I love Walker. You get Walker. I don't know, man. Kincaid is Kincaid's a boss, bro. Uh, you do what you think you can get away with based on the pre-ranked list, but I don't think Kincaid's a reach in the next round. I don't mind you going Barkley if you believe you can land Kincaid with the next pick. You get Walker and Kincaid and Barkley, and your team's solid with Brees Hall, Barkley, Fields. Um, don't forget you got to get Jordan Love at some point. Um, Cooper Cup, Kenneth Walker, Kincaid. I mean, that's a smash. You could also skip Barkley and say, you know what, I'm going to go. Like, if you went Kyle Pitts here, trust your gut, first of all. If you think Kyle Pitts is the tight end one of the future, then I wouldn't pass on him if you believe that. But I like Kincaid more than Kyle Pitts, bro. And I could be wrong on that. I'm taking a little bit of a gamble, but I I do believe he's going to be legit. Yeah, I just, I really like Kyle Pitts, man. Like, I just, that dude, like, I mean, as a rookie, to go, you know, a thousand yards, and that was with Matt Ryan playing, like, completely. And then Mariota, you know, he was god-awful. And then he got hurt, you know, and then he never really got to. Yeah. I mean, and the worst part is that he only had one touchdown, you know, whenever he had that breakout season. So it's like, I feel like we haven't even seen his full potential. And the dude is only like 21 years old. Well, trust your gut. Trust your gut because only you are going to be, you know, the one that's good. You're going to be pissed off if you go another direction. But for me, I'm going Barkley and Kincaid and Walker all day long. That would be phenomenal. That's just me. That's me. I mean, okay. like, look, you could get uh, you could get Walker, Kyle Pitts, and and Watson. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal too. I mean, that's great. Both those are awesome. You can't you can't really go wrong. You're you know just keep picking the best player available. You're gonna be fine. And somebody said that it wasn't you. That, someone said it wasn't you that said Walker. I, I felt like it was, but if it wasn't, my bad. But yeah, Walker's a smash, bro. Absolute smash. Just get Charbonnet. Make okay. sure you get Charbonnet. Go and don't don't forget Jordan oh, yeah. Love. Okay. You got I'll a lot of you got a lot, sure. a lot of players you got to get. All right, later, man. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Where is Sick Nasty? Like Sick Nasty, this is like I I feel like I'm walking my mom through how to call into the show. I, I got I got an email that I just got a voicemail. I got an email that's got a voicemail on on a line that that doesn't get checked. I don't think he's dialing in the right line. All right, Sick Nasty, I waited like literally 30 minutes for you. <laughs> I call, I'll see you on the text line. All right, later, everybody. Appreciate you all. I'll see you later. Uh, go get Dalton Kincaided. Uh, 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 uh.
Thank you for all the super chats. Rock out. Appreciate you. Terry, appreciate you both. Russian, overcome, sick, nasty, who didn't call in. Terry Roberts, Anthony, Andy, Just Sherman, Russian collusion, Grant, Terry Roberts again, Anthony T. Terry Roberts, Anthony T, overcome, sick, nasty again, who didn't call in. He keeps calling the wrong line. Bryson, overcome, Bryson, Joseph, Deckard, and Brandon. I will see you all later. Appreciate you. Tomorrow will probably be a multiple video day or maybe a multiple live stream day. Peace out. Catch you later.